It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Larger than life. Yeah! Music. Lunch timers. This is the Matt Thomas Show. Twelve oh one in H Town. What's happening, lunch timers? Good afternoon to you, and welcome to a Thursday edition of the Matt Thomas Show on Sports Talk Seven Ninety. Hello, darkness, my old friend. 2-2 two, two from Garcia. And Phillips drives it pretty deep to right center. On his way back, Tucker still back at the wall. Siri back as well, and Siri has it go in and out of his glove. Then it hits off the wall as he catches it again. Phillips stops at third base. Siri overran that ball slightly. He was right at the wall in front of the Astros' bullpen in right center, and it hit off of his glove as he was reaching backward popped out and it hit the fence it looked like and then went back into his glove in restless dreams I walked alone Ryan Fillers to the right of second pitch on the way and Lau crushes one deep to right Tucker back kiss it goodbye Brandon Lau a two run shot and it's 3-0 Tampa Bay went five rows deep in right field and Lau sat back on an off speed pitch and got it it looked like he knew what was coming Garcia delivers. Curveball, and that's whacked deep to right. Tucker back, still back at the wall, and it's gone over the Astros' bullpen. A three-run home run for G-Man Choi, and it is a 6-0 Tampa Bay lead. Waiting for another 3-2. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. Got him on the slider. McCormick strikes out, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros are shut out, and their magic number remains at one. Rays win it 7 to nothing. So I wouldn't normally, Ross, play such a deep, dark song after just a regular season game. But I went to do a poll question about what we were going to play when they won last night. Oh, so, so this is your fault. To be fair and balanced, because that's what the Matt Thomas show is, fair and balanced. Yes. You have to do the opposite of what you were going to do, and that's play a non-celebratory song. Thanks, Matt. You just want to just take pills after hearing this song, don't you? It's probably... We did sad songs, right? Oh, I yeah. lost that one. Yeah. Which was BS, because my list was better. Whatever. Now you live my life. But... This was like the number one pick, right? It was in the top six or seven for sure. By the way, tomorrow's Fantasy 7, a first ever Fantasy 7. Wow. I'll be in Tulsa, so you won't be able to steal my list. Trust me, if ever I get a peek at your list, 
I just start cackling to myself, knowing I'm going to win. Now I need a coffee, a cigarette, and a Razor hug. blade. And razor blades. <laughs> well, don't do that. I did actually uh, stay up, and I game-casted the A's Mariners game. I sat in my... I laid my... Because I did the 10th inning show last night, so I was already up, up late as it was. Uh-huh. Um... A lot of Peter Solomon should be a spot starter, middle reliever uh, conversation. I'm like, let's slow down a little bit A lot bit of here. Peter Solomon love. Way too much. Hmm. Like uncomfortable amounts of Peter Solomon love. Not that he's not a fine fella. Yes. But he's just an arm right now, right? I would say I'm so, not. Yes. I'm not missing this, am I? I? No, I don't think so. But he's been effective. A lot of the times he's gone out there. A lot of this, uh, just there's, I, I don't want to say doom and gloom, but it ain't like sunshines and butterflies and rainbows. Rainbows and lollipops. They're kind of just, uh, they're not backdooring in because they haven't gotten there yet. Right. Uh, I agree. They're going to earn it. They're going to have to. They're going to win 94, 95 games, hopefully more. And they. I, what, I, what I'm afraid of is that they don't get their act together. They're going to wind up having to go to Chicago first. Nobody wants to spend any more time on the south side of Chicago unless you have to. Mm, I think they'll be okay on that front still. It's closer than I would have liked it to have been, but they'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, I still think they're going to win the division, which I think will be tonight. Lance McCullers going against former Astro and opener one Colin McHugh. And we'll have it for you here on 790 beginning. Is it a 6 o'clock game tonight? Is it an hour earlier? Yes. Favorite Colin McHugh moment? Uh, that would be his Matrix moment. Uh, him railing against the Players Association? Where he got the the column. They made a whole Matrix bobblehead about it. With a bulk, he had like a comebacker, and he basically did like Neo dodging bullets. It was an incredible display of athleticism from Colin McHugh. Okay. Good talk. That was my favorite moment. And my second favorite moment is going to be when he gets shelled out there and allows the Astros to uh, to clinch. I like how you think like that. That's a good positive attitude. Yes. Is tonight the night? Tonight. Everything going to be all right? Oh, damn. I'm doing my Rod Stewart. Hmm. It's not good. We just thought it was purely average. Oh, I thought we were going with J-Lo waiting for tonight. We already did that yesterday. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. So the Astros, um, hmm. How do y'all want to describe it? Uh, we'll do this in the first half hour. Uh, got, got destroyed? Well, I'm going to talk about last night. Okay. 7 nothing was embarrassing. That was... That was a team that looked like they were the... You played Diamondback ball yesterday. You didn't play Astros ball. You played Rockies ball. A lot of offers. Only three hits. Um, Jose Siri, the... Why is he 26 and now just a major league rookie? Kind of seeing it. You're seeing it. Hadn't been the best week. Bit of a head case, maybe. Well, okay, head case might be a little strong. But not as um, fundamentally sound as you would like. How about that? Uh, no, I think it's, there's something in his past that's allowed him to be, take so long to become a major leaguer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like he, he looks the part. Running through stop signs, dropping dropping balls, and yeah. he's had some issues in the field. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not, it's not a fantastic look at all. But a mega talent, and that's why, so you say, why does he taking them this long, but right. also why does he keep getting chances, because yeah. he's mega talent. Oh, there were some spots out there during the course of the last month, you're like, can he sneak on the roster? Mm-hmm. I always love that. Can this guy sneak on a roster guy? In Peter Solomon's that latest edition. So where are you, Astro fans? I'm not saying, like, where are you, literally. I mean, I don't care if you're in the shower or driving. I'm saying, where are you on the Astros? 
Because if there's anything in baseball, I mean, there's anything in sports that could be turned faster, it's a baseball team. The Astros, Rossi, I don't know if even this is even an appropriate definition. They limped into the playoffs last year. Under 500 record. That was a back-end job. Wait, what? Well, we were saying this one wasn't backing in, right? Excuse me? Yeah, we're going to just pretend. They kinda, it felt like more like backing in last year. They they didn't earn it. Right. They just got in it because the playoffs expanded. Let's just say they weren't flexing their muscles heading into the postseason. Yeah. And they played very well against Minnesota. Yes. They played extraordinarily well against Oakland. Mm-hmm. And then Tampa really, really pounded to them early. And then the Astros like, hey, let's just play this one game at a time. Thus, momentum. And that's why... Of all the sports, I don't believe that baseball lends itself to momentum on a day. It, it probably should because you play so much in so many games in a row in such a short period of time, but it just doesn't. Well, look at what the Cardinals did. Yeah. Well, how about when a team gets no hit one night and they score 15 the next? I mean, there's really no other way to explain yes. that. I think momentum largely in sports is something we make up after uh, the fact. It's, you know why? It's a little hanging fruit. I agree. But I, I, okay. So what I would like to have is if you're if you're a completely irrational Astro fan, do not call me. Like if you're if you're asked, do you not want to get calls all show? You don't want to get calls <laughs> from people uh, talking about firing Dusty Baker and what terrible oh decisions he made. Okay, I'm going to say half of you on Astros Twitter can't call. <laughs> half, seventy five percent. Um, there we go. Maybe even a tinge towards eighty, but I don't want to be rude like that. Okay, if you're if you are of sound mind. And sound baseball, not analytics, but thoughts, beliefs, rational, what experienced. You, so we'll do this. We'll come back. I'm going to tell you what I love about this team and what I'm deathly afraid of. Is that fair to say? We can do okay. that. We can do that. Uh, Jake Kaplan will join us at 1 o'clock this afternoon. He's on the Astros beat from The Athletic. Uh, 1.30, Dr. Roto for the fastest 30 minutes of major market radio. I may be the only person in two leagues in America that doesn't have a victory among the two teams. Mm. I'm 0-3 in both. I know, and you threatened to quit the league threatened. already. It's a done deal. Man, I'm quitting. Come on. I'm quitting. This is my last year. All right, whoever's playing Matt this week, will you throw your game so he'll come back in a league? Because if Matt's going to cry and take his ball home. I'm not crying. I'm saying I'm just, I've lost that loving feeling for fantasy football. And it's gone, gone, gone. Whoa, it's gone. Hmm. All right. If nothing else, it's a tool to keep you more interested in other that NFL it is. games. But I have I have two good teams. It's I, I just I don't know why I'm losing. Hmm. It's not like oh I misplayed people or I've got value in somebody else. It's just it's a, I mean there's a big luck factor in fantasy that football. That it is, and I'm tired of being unlucky. And let me tell you, Ross, I'm a lot of unlucky in a lot of my parts of my life. Let's see. That's not what. Where I'm are about. you in total points scored? Oh, you're tenth out of twelve. Not great. No. So I'm saying this is it. This is my farewell season. The Toros last ride. The Toros are going to be. I'm, you know, I'm selling the Toros. You see, Gail wow. Benson is selling the the uh, Pelicans and the Saints. She is. Yes. I didn't see that. Yeah. Well, she's not selling them right now. Oh. She's going to. Well, she no. It, the is whole, she like ninety? The whole thing. No, she's not that old. She's only in like her late sixties. She must have been 70s. a teen. She must have been a child bride. No, but uh, the you just dismisses that so quickly. The whole story that is coming out is about how whenever she dies, the teams have to be sold. And all of the sale money from the sales will be donated to New Orleans charities. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's beautiful. Does she have? They've got to have family, right? Well, it's kind of. It was kind of. A, Are they a bunch of drug users? No, it was kind of a like. So, so Tom Benson was not married. Well, I think he was married, and then his wife died, and then Gail Benson came in 
she married him like only it was only two or three years before he died mm, that's and, a good move and she kind of like they kind of like cut out the children from the will and stuff <laughs> wow she kind of, yeah i knew there was a backstory she kind of swooped in and uh and gained uh all of the yeah the assets i'm not gonna give it to tom's kids with a previous wife i'm going to i'm the one that's going to be the gail benson memorial library i'm gonna have the gail benson bridge yeah i so. knew there was something sly to it wow i was gonna tell you that yeah, she's, the sordid history she's of the donating benson all the, she's, she's not giving any money to the kids we're airing out the laundry and that sounds like a juicy lawsuit on its way okay so so she got oh, here we go she married him in 2004 oh, we had a break so, at some point. yeah i know this is really gonna be oh, go ahead i'm oh, right. sorry she married him in 2004 so they were they were married for 14 years before he died so how old is she so you were wrong you said two to three years Yeah, i was, I was way off uh she's 74 these urban legends in so, new orleans so yeah he's um yeah i got it right though he's somewhat right but definitely the second bride doesn't like the stepkids all right, if you're a semi-rational Astro fan, what are you loving? What are you hating right now about your squad? 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Dr. Roto's with us. Jose Altuve, fingers, I'd put a fingers cross emoji on there today. Hopefully at 2.30. It's the Matt Thomas Show. 713-212-5790. The key is you're still on the cusp. You know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of people ain't on the cusp. And so, uh, you know, uh, you know, you got to play the game. I mean, nobody's going to give it to you. Uh, you know, they're playing us tough. You know, we're playing tough. And uh, so, uh, you know, tomorrow's a, another day. This is why you lost a fantasy fight. No, right the, actually, I remember why I lost. Why? I said the Johnny Cash cover. I accidentally said Nirvana instead of Nine Inch Nails. They both start with an N-I. Right. I got bashed, and two two voters voted against me because of my misspeaking. So, really, I had the better list. Actually, now I remember, and I feel better. It's still a loss. My list was better. When you go back and look at the resident, when you go back and look at the game-by-game uh, game analysis, true. But I was loss. really the people's champion. Yeah, I, I won feel like hearts. that every I won single time. Minds. I feel like that every single time I vote. No, you're your only champion in your when mind. I, let me tell you when I when I knew it wasn't you weren't even involved. When I lost the Beatles Fantasy Five because Octopus's Garden was considered one of the greatest songs of the Beatles, and it was your birthday. And <laughs> that at the point, I was like, you know what? This just isn't going to happen. <laughs> so nobody under the age of thirty can vote anymore. Why not? There's no way that even Jacob could know 14 members of the Saturday Night Live cast. Generation Z I lives matter. Actually. actually, I do believe. Jacob, I'm going to give you the opportunity Uh-oh. to be oh a voter. But if he votes for me, then he's out. See, see this is the thing. Yeah. If he votes for you, he's in. And it, this is just not right. I vote. I, I, I will always remind you. Yeah, that I, I know. I know. You voted for the very first one. This is a very dictatorial way for you to run this show, Matt. It's not right. It's I'm, just I'm not biased. right. Don't let him vote. I'd say, because he's going to vote for me because I'm going to have a better list because I have a better list 90% of the time, and then you're going to get mad again. That all may be true. <laughs> you're going to put Joe Piscopo on there. But I'm going to allow you to vote tomorrow. You oh, are wow. you are the... Matter of fact, I'm going to give you... Now you just got to vote for me on principle. Now you're the first vote tomorrow. Oh, oh, oh. Whoa. And he's staring him down. Look at the pressure. You know what? I want him stricken from the voters. Because what? he's under undue stress to I vote am. for you. All right. Uh, he so can't possibly be biased. Fantasy 7 tomorrow. The first ever yeah. Fantasy 7. The seven best seven characters on SN. Uh, not characters. Actors and or actresses. You're building a cast. Yes. 
Um, and then you're going, and one of them has to be a weekend anchor update. And obviously, they have to be al- alumni of the show. Yeah. Oh, you're like, yeah, no guest hosting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 713 212 5790. Real fast, we go to the phones. Best thing about the Astros, I still think, not using yesterday as an example, one to eight can tear the cover off the ball. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. And they're going to score a lot of runs in this postseason. Yes. That's the number one thing I have in my bag of <laughs> confident tricks. Despite the fact that they scored zero runs yesterday. They've only scored they haven't scored much in the last week, I'll tell you that. Maybe they're uh, saving well, it up. These are the last games. Zero runs. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Three. Don't forget that four run that they won the game with two walks and a infield single by Jordan Alvarez. Three. Yeah. One. Yeah. Two. Okay. Two. Uh huh. This their, ominous uh, weather outside is not their, helping the situation that's, either. That's their last six games. Yeah. They've never scored more than four There's runs. There's a roof at Minute Maid Park. They'll play the game. That's true. All right, number one thing that's bothering me, um, the bullpen, there were lots of moves made at the trade deadline. It's not a significantly better bullpen. It felt like it was, but now it doesn't. No. It's a little better. I do trust Graveman, although I know that a lot of folks have not been the biggest fan of his. Uh, I'm not necessarily buying into the fact that Brooks Raley is all of a sudden a brand new pitcher. <laughs> the first three months of the season would prove me that. Um, but Yimi Garcia has been largely ineffective. Christian Javier will give you two innings, but he's going to also walk three and give up a couple of runs. This the bullpen, and I mentioned this yesterday with because I got I got a dusty basher right off the, you know within the first five minutes of the of the tenth inning. I don't think Ross that if the Astros come up short in any of the series, we're going to go. Damn it, Dusty! Why did you do that? I think there's too many other, with it being so... First of all, Tampa Bay is is the best team in the American League. Agreed. I mean, great bullpen, really solid starting pitcher. We've seen that the last two nights. In a lineup that you can't recognize three players' names, uh, can tear the cover off the ball, and their defense, the Meadows play out in left field yesterday, was fantastic. They're really good. The Astros, they're the favorites in our hearts. But they're not the favorites to win the American League. It's a team that, by the way, won the American League last year. They're the favorites. And they're going to have more wins this year. And they're really good. So you got you got to play. I don't think Dusty's lack of managerial, whatever you want to call it, moxie, is going to be the difference between beating the Rays or not. You have to be better than the Rays. Or you have to be better than the Yankees. Or Toronto, whoever you have to play. White Sox. Now, I could, I could stand correct. I could be corrected. But no. to me, uh, I think manager blaming... Especially in baseball, more than anything else. In football, you have a coach calling plays. You have you have football. You have you know third and nine. If you're handing the ball off or doing a draw, then you go, "What the hell are you doing?" You have coach. It's third down and five, seven. Accept the penalty. Give yourself another third down. As compared to you know, you that's what you have. And the the number one thing managers have to do come playoff time is 
Do you stay with a guy in the bullpen? Mm -hmm. And do you pinch hit for somebody? Do you hit and run? Do you bunt? But largely, that's not who the Astros are. The Astros are going to win games by scoring nine, seven, eight, nine runs a game. That's how they're going to win the World Series. Yes. And anybody that, if Dusty Baker makes a decision and it's game, you know, two of the ALDS or whatever, and he goes to reliever X, reliever X made the playoff roster because they're expected to get the job done. Yeah. So it's not like Dusty is going to go to some guy who's some fringe major leaguer. Anybody who makes this playoff roster is going to be expected to perform. So anybody Dusty goes to, I mean, unless he's just doing completely wacky stuff and pulling out hitters and going for pinch runners when it doesn't make any sense, which mm-hmm. he just doesn't do, your ex- these players have to go out there and perform. But as I said in to baseball you more the than last handful of days, when the every game and every pitch is, is, is looked with a microscope, you're going to get people that are going to say... <sighs> This should have been done over this. And you know, and here, here's the th- and this is the real truth. It's the easiest game to second guess. Oh yeah. Because we're not carrying playbooks. We don't have headsets on. We don't we haven't we a lot of us don't play basketball where we're drawing up plays. Baseball we've all at some point in our life played. It's the easiest to kind of think you can know what you're talking about. But really, there's so many more intricacies than we don't know because we're not involved. We don't know what the guys' bodies are like. We don't know what their mental approach is. We don't have the splits. We don't have the metrics. So just take everything with a grain of salt. The Astros win this thing. It'll be because of it'll be because of the players. It won't be because Dusty did a brilliant job of managing. And if the Astros lose, it won't be because I I in my mind I don't think Dusty's going to be the reason why the Astros get outmanaged in a particular series. Let's go to Garrett and Cypress at twelve twenty six. Garrett, how are you? I'm doing good, man. You know, um, what I like about this team, you know, essentially is the middle of the order, I think. Um, I think you have a lot of players that can hit the ball, you know, at least from the standpoint where you're not worried about them striking out. And and so there's not a lot of players, what I don't like, really give me fear. And so like you said, the Devil Ray or the, the Rays are the number one team, and you can tell that. They're like the 2017 guys. Where, you know, when last night, 7 to 0, and the night before that, we were lucky, I think, where we were trying to win. We're trying to beat them. And even the Mariners, they have this, this, this sense of, uh, you know, with, with, uh, with the way they're being managed and, and Seeger and all those players, the chemistry there is there. And I'm worried about the chemistry. What I don't like is, is the chemistry this year, where I think there are a lot of great professionals, but, but you're lacking kind of what you saw in, in a few years ago. So so that's kind of what, what I'm looking at. You know, I would like to see if they get hot. I don't think we're going to do anything offensively unless we're a, 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 a above-average team in the playoffs. You know, if they're going to have four runs a game, we're not going to do it because our starting pitching is good, but it's average. And so if they can keep it to five runs a game, you know, I think we've got a shot if we have an exceptional offense that comes through. But right now, it's only above average. So anyway, that's all I got. got uh, Very good. Thank yeah. you for the phone call. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's... I, there's a sentiment that everybody from people that watch the sport as a professional, those advanced, they just don't feel like a sense of urgency is in play. They don't feel like it's a little odd timing. I, I, it's not, you know, this is Ross. This is an extraordinarily close, close baseball team. I've been around a lot of baseball teams in my life that won games but weren't pals, that weren't uh, rooting for each other, that were worried about contracts, that were worried about uh, playing time. If there's been anything that has been in the 
uh, Astros as an organization since 2015, when this team started to become competitive, is that they, generally speaking, like each other. And that's hard to do that for 26 guys or whatever the number may be that has come through the clubhouse to all the, for the most part, enjoy each other's company and want to win for each other. We're not seeing that. I'm not saying that things have changed, but it's just, I, I can't put my finger on it. And it's an intangible. So at the end of the day, if you smack the ball around, it doesn't really matter. It matters, it matters, yeah. It matters somewhat, maybe if the chips are down, you get in an 0 2 hole or something like that. Like when they get 0 3 hole, maybe a team who isn't as t- closely knit together yeah. isn't able to climb out of that and force a game seven. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Yeah, but it's it, it's it's not a big enough intangible in my mind for people to be going, well, they just played like they were in the September doldrums for too long. If the Astros get beaten in the playoff series, it's going to be because the other team was better. I agree. That's that that you can't hide that. Chicago is a ex is an excellent baseball team. They have a ridiculously good starting pitching core. Ross, their back end bullpen is um I mean, with Kimbrell and Hendricks is really good. That's five pitchers right there that might doom the Astros in three games. It just is. Mm-hmm. So this notion of the Astros are going in as a heavy favorite, which no one's saying, I don't think anybody is, but there's nobody among the all these baseball teams in the playoffs that should be thinking, we got this. Maybe exception Tampa. But that that clubhouse probably never lets themselves think that because no one ever gives Tampa a legitimate chance to win something. Yeah, and I also uh, disagree with the notion that they're starting pitching. It, just because they lack a, a, a an ace doesn't mean their starting pitching is just average. Their starting pitching ERA is 3 0.57, which is fourth in the majors behind the Dodgers, Brewers, and Giants. Yeah, Dodgers, Brewers, and Giants. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't necessarily think you need an ace, but you'd love to be able to rely on three right. guys to get you six. It's basically like they have four sevens. When it'd be nice if they had a, a ten in there, like a Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander. By the way, Garrett Cole got beat up pretty bad yesterday. Yes, he did for uh, the Yankees. Twelve thirty on Sports. Keep my gut feeling alive. It's tight. Probably not going to happen. Hey, there could be some Monday playoff games. Just saying. 713-212-5790-1230 on Sports Talk 790. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm leaving y'all if the Price is Right ever offers me the job. And you'd wish me luck. I would wish you all the luck and success in the world. Right. And maybe uh, if you get in a garage apartment at your place in L.A., I might have to stop by every now and then. I'm living on a high-rise. Oh, high-rise. Oh, yeah. Okay, spare room then. Because I'm thinking that job room. pays several million dollars. I can get an... I mean, I don't think I'd get a huge yeah. high-rise, but i get something. Right. I mean, I wouldn't be next-door neighbors to the Kardashians or Do anything. Do you know what Drew Carey's Price is Right salary is? I saw it's over... I think it's over $10 million. Twelve and a half. He was okay. This is so sorry, but you made me do this. I, you know, I DVR the prices right. Yes, and then you know what the grocery game is. He still got the shaggy beard going. Yeah. You know oh. what the grocery game is? Refresh my memory. Uh, it's the one with the cash register, and you they have five items, and you have to pick a certain number of each item to get between twenty and twenty one dollars. Okay. If you get yeah yeah I remember that. If you go under, it's okay. But if you go over, the game is over. So this woman's like, I'll have three of this and I'll have four of this. And he's like, okay, so you're within now this amount of money. You're within $3.84 of winning. So she says, I'll have four M&Ms. I'm just using an example. And he flips the card over price. And he goes, 
Oh, you're over. And it adds it up. She was within 56 cents. Mm. And she won. So he did poor math, and you were screaming at your TV. I'm like, you're paying. And look, he seems like he's a really nice person. And I would meet him in a heartbeat. But you're making $12.5 million to screw up the grocery game? One of the core Price is Right games? Ain't nobody got time for that. The sanctity of that game. Oh, it's making me mad now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to make you upset. Yeah, you Matthew. do. You do it every day. Did you see Martin Maldonado's catch last night? First of all, he tags yes. on around and then he dives. And How's he, wants, he doing? I don't know. I don't think he should play anymore this week. Can we have an update on to him? Be, well, we'll have one with Dusty at about three. Okay. Well, I don't think Jake's going to have one. He'll join us. But I mean. Okay. So I more feel, Garrett Stubbs action? Well, it'd be a little more Jason Castro. He's, by the way, the pinch hitter of the year. He had a hit yesterday. Yeah. He had the walk to help win the Astros. I mean, that's value. Mm-hmm. He was swinging a hot bat at the beginning of the season. Since then, he's been back to yeah, Jason back to Castro. Jason Castro level. But point being is that he's played a good role in this baseball team. Yeah, I agree. And my guess is he'll probably catch the next handful of days. It's as all night games. Fitting in for a backup catcher, I think he's done fine. Yeah, for sure. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety seven one three two one two five seven nine zero zero zero. Seven one three. Yeah, I did. I did. Seven one three two one two five seven nine zero. Jim, Mo City on the Matt Thomas Show. Jim, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well, Matt. Hey, before I get to my uh, my comments, I just want to confirm: if you do get that call to the Price Is Right, are you confident in your U of H math to help support you when you uh, call that grocery game? Well, here's the bit, Jim. I would <laughs> I would never like you know uh, as a play by play guy, you never say a basket goes in until you see the ball go through the net, right? Okay. So I'll use that. Why would I want to try to do that with when there's a cash register there that can add the numbers for me? They're not asking me to get my calculator out. They're not asking me to get my iPhone out. They do all the heavy lifting for me. So why would so you want ready. to make a guess and you're wrong? You look like a total ass. Man, you're ready to go, man. I can't wait for that call one day. <laughs> well, I'll invite all of you to come hang out with me. And maybe right. you can win a, a spectacular showcase. Go ahead. All right. No worries, man. Hey, um. You know, I'm not going to comment on people that call in about Dusty Baker. Um, I, I talked with you maybe a few weeks ago about that. It, it's uh, I wish you would just hang up on the callers, but I, I know you can't do so. But it's it's asinine to think Dusty Baker's the, the reason that we're losing to the, the race. It's the guys, again, between the white lines. And, um, you know, to me, what needs to happen, like, ASAP is um, every one of the guys up and down the, the lineup need to tighten up that swing. Um, and it starts at the top with Altuve. I, uh, I know he's hitting some dingers here, but he's still just popping up and just flailing at pitches in the you know, outside corner. And, and he's always been susceptible to that outside corner. But, man, he's really got to tighten up his swing because it really starts with him to make this offense successful. And so it's not Dusty Baker. It's the, it's the fielder. It's the, the position players tightening up their swings and really um, uh, sustaining us through the playoffs. But um, the main thing I wanted to call was just kind of a random thought today. And I'm just curious, you know, when we see what the Rays are doing against us and you and I can't even name three guys on their shooting lineup, do you think Click ever has any pause for maybe even thinking about re-signing uh, Correa when you know you can do when we're playing against a team that's offense is on paper not near as good as ours but yet they're performing well. I'm wondering if you know if you see stuff like this. Do you think Clint maybe ever gives himself pause to maybe restructure what mm. 
this lineup of this roster might be? I mean, no, I, I would say, because I, yeah, I would say, honestly, Jim, I think the answer to that is no. I don't think he's going to Jim Crane saying, well, in Tampa, we did it this way. I think Tampa's a special scenario. It's just, I mean, how many payrolls of $70 million go to the playoffs on a regular basis? The answer is one, Tampa Bay. Everybody else that has yeah. a payroll of that kind of money doesn't do it. They're all, you know, they're more, they're Miami. A little bit of Oakland, but yeah, I didn't but, point, you're right. But no, but Ross, no one ever thinks Oakland's won the World Series. Right. They're they're a pesky little team True. that will sneak in the playoffs. Right. But there's only one team that has been able to effectively in the last fifteen years get to the playoffs and have success. Tampa's gone to two World Series. Oakland can't even say that. Uh yeah. so because let's face it, if you're an Astro fan and you are in charge of the Astros payroll, how are the Astros where they are? Bregman, Altuve. Verlander, when he when he joined with the team, Zach Ranke, those are all high payroll guys. Bregman, uh, and, and so no, uh, Michael Brantley paying him good money too. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If, you, if any other team in baseball has a Tampa Bay mindset, that's not going to get you very far. Yeah, the Astros have one of the highest payrolls in baseball. And because it's own, because the ownership allows it to. Yes. And the, and the city, by the way, supports a high payroll. They do. So. This has been a this has been an Astros town for years now. There's no reason why this team cannot be top eight in payroll year in and year out. And they shouldn't be. And they will be, I think. Oh, yeah. If the question is going to be, where does that money go? Does it go to Carlos Correa, who wants more than the market's willing to give him? Does it go to Jordan Alvarez to ensure your future left fielder? It will. It will eventually go to Jordan Alvarez. Because look, Michael Bryant's got one more year left after this. He's going to have to get paid. You got to figure out who a catcher. You got to go get your catcher. Ultimately, how, much, how many years of services Tucker have? Three. Yeah, but he's going. He may want to. He may want to start talking about years to buy out arbitration yep. years. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. There's it, this isn't a case of let's take Granky's money and Verlander's money, put it in our back pocket and go profit redistribution of funds. That's it. Jake Kaplan in 18 minutes. Redistribution of well, you went all Karl Marx on us. Did I? Yes. I feel like I'm giving you a little macroeconomics lesson here on the wow. Matt Thomas show. You always learn something new on the Matt Thomas Bet show. Yes, you do. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. If you want to jump in, um, we got to talk about fan behavior. There were a delay in the game last oh. night. Let's just talk it out here. We'll do okay. it after a word for Big City Wings. You know, you want to go, if you can't get tickets to the game today. By the way, Mattress Mac giving away those tickets still over at uh, I-45 in, between Tidwell and Parker if you want to go catch the Astros game tonight. But if you can't get out there, find one of the 10 big city wing locations and enjoy some amazing food. Tonight is Executive Chicken Nugget Night, a.k.a. Boneless Wings. You buy one, you get one free. So you buy 10, you get 10 free. You get 15, you get 15 free. It's a terrific opportunity for you to enjoy cheap eats, enjoy some great college football, Major League Baseball, and celebrate with your friends 
at my favorite place to eat wings. For that matter, everything. Their burgers are terrific. I had some pulled pork quesadillas last week when I was at the Kingwood location. It was stupendous. And the fried Oreos for dessert, they're not fat-free. They have high calories, but they're very, very delicious. Cheap eats, including tonight's. Buy one, get one free boneless wings at any of the 10 Big City Wing locations. To find the one nearest you, it's BigCityWings.com. BigCityWings.com. Twelve forty nine. It's the Matt Thomas Show, and we will be happy to be have happy to be have. Well, my grammar today. I'm, you know what? I'm fatigued. I mean, I got a lot of things on my plate today. So you were up late na- last I night. I was. I was game casting Seattle, stuff. Oakland. I took a lot of calls in the tenth inning last night. Cranky Astros going to Tulsa tomorrow to check out my Cougars. But we were getting points. I'm all for that. If you're into that sort of thing, I got the NBA season starting on Tuesday, so I'm just a nervous Nelly right now. Hmm. Your first full season yeah, as I'm excited. The radio play-by-play voice of yeah. the Houston Rockets. Congratulations to you. You hang out with me? In what way? I don't know. Whatever you like, want do you. stats? Sure, why not? I'll try to come to a few games. That'd be good. I went to zero last year because, can, well, you know. We can bond. Restrictions were high. All right. Uh, real quick, before we go back to on the phones, um, what are we doing jumping on stadium fields in 2021? I never understood it. And it seems to be happening at Astro Games more frequently. But than, here's the problem with uh, Astro Games: we got to get some better athletes as security people. Those two jabronis had fun yesterday. They were out there for a long period of time. Matter of fact, one of our listeners they were out there so long they got their phones out and started doing play-by-play. Yes, they were juking and jiving. Yeah, if you can get your phone out, go to your camera app, hit record. And have a lengthy conversation with yourself and then send it to your favorite midday major market radio host. That means those dudes are out there too long. They got to tighten up the security out there. And you'd figure it'd be harder because all the netting now. Here's why I wouldn't do it. It, though, it. In today's world, if you get out on the field, it gives those of security people carte blanche to tackle you and pummel the crap out of somebody. Right? Yeah. You get free reign. If there's somebody's no, on the field... There's no, put your hands up. Well, there's no... What? You can't, like, Rodney King the guy, but... No, but I mean, no, but you know what I'm saying. You get a free shot. You get at least a bear hug. Yeah. And sometimes more. Well, there are... I mean, it's no secret. It, it, guys, and a lot of times, guys in security, they are hoping for that kind of moment. Oh, right? for sure. They, they like confrontation, and that's okay because that's what I mean. Bouncers like just some that I've talked to. I'll put it that way. Right. Like tossing guys out. Like at bars. Right. Yeah. So security, sometimes they like a free shot to go tackle somebody. Yeah. All right. 713-212-5790. We've got Jake coming up at the top of the hour. At 120, there is a rumor report about a certain NFL team and its owner. Okay. Wanting to inquire Trade. about a certain quarterback who is sitting. Not on, he's not sitting on the bench. He's like sitting in. Where his, is he sitting? He's sitting in a workout room. Sunday at twelve oh one central. He's at home. He's at the house. Yeah. Is he having? A, is he watching the game? Yes, on a big fluffy couch. Absolutely. There's no way he wouldn't. Okay. He knows too many of those guys. Is he rooting for? 
Well, when Tyrod Taylor was in playing week one, was he rooting for Tyrod Taylor's success? Uh, I wouldn't say he was booing it. He was not discouraging it. He was. He hates the team. So he, right. by and large, wants the team to lose. But he Well, but he loves the players, so maybe he wants them to succeed. He know. He, let me tell you what Deshaun knows. Deshaun knows this is a very poor football team. That's true. He knows there isn't enough talent because he's been around good football teams, and mm-hmm. he knows that you have to have a certain number of good defensive players. You got to have a pass rush. You got to have. I mean, Deshaun doesn't respect the running game because none of us do. So no, he wants good things to happen to good people. He just knows that this is a talent deficient NFL team, and that's why I've said. Franklin, when I watched the Texans over the first three weeks of the season, I've been pleasantly surprised because those guys who are talent deficient have tried hard. It's not good enough. Running game has been a... I mean, if you want to talk about building brick by brick, (laughs) Nick Cassero built pebble by pebble in the running game. It's bad. Yeah, the the, the bricks are on back order. Yeah. They haven't shipped yet. The material's very costly. Right. Let's go to uh, Judy, Judy, Judy. Hi, Judy. Oh, hi. uh, Yeah. How are you, Matt? I'm terrific, Judy. What's up with you? Well, I've got my phone on speaker. I've got my mask on. I'm just trying to get out of the car because I didn't know how long it was going to be before uh, you got in with me. But, uh, yeah, I'm taking my mask off so I can actually... (laughs) talk but um i was just kind of chiming in on of course uh the astros and just like a lot of a lot a lot of people um i'm not i guess yes there is concern and what has concerned me and not just last night but just all along uh you know we have the really good nights and then we have the really bad days um you know do they get i know this may seem elementary but are they taught how to run to first base once they hit a ball that's not a high fly or anything. I mean, because our guys, to me, they just take their time. I mean, it's kind of like, can you just beat it out? Can you can you have some some urgency about you? I just don't see them doing that. I've never have though. There's only a few. Now there are some that really just they get there and they run, but I've seen them just kind of hit the ball. If it's in field, you can forget it. They're not trying to beat the ball out. Judy, 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 Judy. You yes, know, you, you, Judy. Not, just, you, 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 Judy. You know better than that. Come on. What? I mean, I just. Would you, de- Judy? Listen to me very that. carefully. Would you have just told an audience of several hundred people that are listening that the Astros don't hustle? Is what you're basically saying. You don't believe that. Well, I didn't say I don't. I didn't say they don't hustle all the time. But it's just the times that I think that they could maybe beat out a, a, a ball or, or throw. It's just like, to me, they're not. And I mean, you know what? I bet that, you know, from home play to first base, it's probably a long way. And I'm sitting at home watching that. It's probably a long way for them to have to run. And I'm not saying they're just doing a little, you know, stroll in the park, but I just don't, I don't, I don't see a lot of hustle. I don't see a lot of hustle. And, and that's just me. And I'm not saying they don't. I'm Please don't think that I'm saying that they don't. But it's just I don't see it all the time. And I just think, my, if you had just been a little bit quicker. <laughs> so, you know, and that's just how it is. Uh, you but know now, what? Okay, let's just forget that. Forget that. All let's right. Forget that. Let's go on to something else. Right now, uh, with the way the pitching and the playing is, I feel like everybody needs to step up. And if people have been calling in, which I didn't get it all the, you know, all the calls, I'm sorry. I am not blaming Dusty for for anything here. I'm not. I just can't do that because you know what? Dusty can't get up there and make a person hit a ball. 
uh, he can put that lineup out there. And for a while here, I was thinking maybe Altuve shouldn't start it out because, you know, he's had some good days, and we all do. But I'm just saying, you know, people always want to point the finger. They, it's just so easy to point the finger at, of course, the manager. But the manager cannot get up there and, and, and hit a ball for these guys that, you know, when they have a bad day. And to me, it's a lot of them, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's just that we got to get this offense. And it's oh, the whoa, 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 oh, man. whoa, whoa. That's unfortunate. Well, damn, Jacob. Girlfriend's got pouring her soul out to us. Well, we got to go. I don't control the orchestra. <laughs> yeah, you do. You're the only one that does. Orchestra I have no goes on its own. <laughs> Judy, I love it. You know that, don't you? Dang, y'all are tough. Gotta get to Jake Kaplan. Jake Kaplan will soothe uh, Judy's mind and get rid of all the worries when he talks baseball with us next on The Athletic. 1257 on Sports Talk 790. This is the Matt Thomas Show. Here we go at 101 on Sports Talk 790. One of our favorite segments of the week is Jake Kaplan. The Athletic on the Astro Beat. Poor guys have waiting to sip champagne all these last couple days. It hadn't happened yet. Uh, describing your smart baseball mind of yours, what you're watching the, of the Houston Astros the last week or so, Mr. Kaplan. Um, hmm. It's, I mean, I, how long has their magic number been? Low five. It's been, like it's a, been a while. Off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very weird. I don't think I've ever covered anything where it's like this, where it's dragged out for this long. I do think they're going to clinch. Um, they're playing four games against teams that have nothing to play for in these last four games. Uh, I, I think they'll end it tonight, but it's it's definitely weird, and it's I don't think uh, people in Houston appreciate the having to stay up uh, to these West Coast games. After they thought they were done with all those West Coast games last week. Well, why should we bother watching the A's play the Mariners or watch on GameCast? The Mariners never lose anymore, and especially don't lose to the A's. I don't think they've lost to the A's since the A's were in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they're done, right? The Mariners are off today. Um, I don't know who they play next. And then uh, the A's are here so tomorrow. So it's really in the Astros' hands at this point. You know, if they, if they want to... Uh, let it linger for another day. Uh, that's that's on them if they lose tonight. But I think I think the matchup is good for them tonight. Um, whereas I didn't last night, but uh, tonight, you know, I think they usually hit Ryan Yarbrough. Maybe I'm wrong there, but it feels like they do, and he's going to get the bulk innings for the Rays. And obviously, McCullers is you know he's one of their two best pitchers. You could argue best or, or second best. So you know. It's, they're in good position tonight, but we'll, we'll see. You know, it's amazing to me, and I've said this all season long. I feel like this Astros offense is probably pound for pound the best among all the playoff teams in terms of most consistency, one through seven for sure. And they can put up eight runs, and they can do crooked number innings as fast as anybody in Major League Baseball, but they can get shut out pretty quickly too. It, it, it's there's it's a feast or famine, it feels like, the last two months offensively for this team. It's felt like that, but that that's not really their style. They're not just sluggers, right? It's a lot of... Contact. Have, it's it's doubles, triples. Contact. Occasional big home run. Yeah, yeah. I, it's. I think. Yeah. I mean, last night didn't shock me just because that pitcher is really 
you know, no one's heard of him, but he's really good, and they hadn't seen him before, and it's only five innings. Uh, maybe they get to him if they leave him in. Um, but yeah, it does. It has felt like um, I don't know, a little anemic at times recently. Don't know if there's a rhyme or reason to it. I don't think it actually, you know, as long as they don't blow this lead, I don't think it actually matters in the grand scheme of things. I, mm-hmm. I truly do believe that everything kind of resets next week. But uh, it's definitely weird. All right, so uh, let's talk about a little bit uh, about Zach Greinke's declaration that he kind of did some of the heavy lifting for us. He's mentally prepared to go to the bullpen. What do you think about him doing that? Or was he trying to save himself from the decision from Dusty or somebody else in the organization saying, Zach, you're going to the bullpen? Well, I think it was kind of just like the writing was on the wall for everyone after um, he couldn't pitch his last start that that Friday in Oakland. Um, Because, you know, once he goes in the IL, he's not going to have time to be built up to be a full go starter. He obviously struggled in his previous three starts. There's guys who have been pitching a lot better than him. So I think just like everyone was realistic about it and kind of came to the consensus there that this was the best course of action. I, I, I don't know how he projects as a reliever. It's not something he's done since 2007, and obviously his stuff then was way different than it is now. So, um, you know, it, it's I'll be curious to see if they use him in any kind of leverage role or if he's just there to kind of fill innings in a, you know, a lopsided game. But, um with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, they're going to have a, they're going to have probably a few guys in similar positions to him, guys who can go multiple innings, um, given they have six starters. You and I will talk in next Wednesday before the Thursday first pitch of the division series. So let's do this now. Give me, not this is going to happen, but... Maybe a decision on the 26-man roster that we aren't thinking about at this point. That would be something that would would cause people to go, wow, hadn't thought of that. I've got a couple. I'm going to save one for, for my next projected roster that I write on The Athletic. Okay. Um, but I'll, I'll give you this one. I don't think they need to carry a lefty reliever. Um, at all. White, at all against the White Sox. Okay. Just in, in talk, I mean, they, they will if they advance. I think they would probably bring two if they played the Rays because they have so many lefties. But against the White Sox, all of their good hitters are righties or switch hitters, and the switch hitters aren't, like, you don't get better by turning them around. Like, the lefties are like Gavin Sheets. Do you know who that is? I do. And Okay, good for you. And um, Zach Collins. Like, there's just not, and he's the backup catcher. Like, there's, there's, I'm not worried about him. There's no real reason to... To, to bring in Brooks Raley or Blake Taylor against Cesar Hernandez, switch hitter, or Lurie Garcia, switch hitter, or even Moncada, switch hitter, and then have them risk facing righties because we've, we've seen them get lit up by righties all year. So I don't think they need a lefty reliever. I would kind of still be surprised if they went that route, but I, that's, you know, I, I think 
that's where I'm at right now with, with the roster. That is so surprising you would say that because it's kind of a running joke with our audience that, you know, maybe Dusty's favorite pitcher is Brooks Riley for the number of times he's thrown this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would kind of be surprised if, if a Dusty Baker managed team didn't have a lefty in there. I think if this was AJ Hinch's team, I mean, they had, they had series in the postseason where there was no lefty reliever. So it wasn't as surprising, but, um, I think that'll be an interesting discussion for, for the Astros next week when they're putting this, this roster together. It's the reason why I brought this up is I had a funny one. I had two callers on the call in show last night. One wants Peter Solomon on the roster and one wants him being a spot starter in the playoffs. And I'm like, okay, I, you know, I don't necessarily buy into that, but, uh, I, again, I don't put much value in what somebody does in the last week of September when the games, in theory, I mean, I know they do mean something, but they don't. Uh, but is there anything roster wise in terms of how about this? I got what we do. We do we do a gut feeling segment on on Tuesdays. I have a gut feeling of that Jordan Alvarez will play more outfield than Michael Brantley will in the playoffs. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I, until we see Michael Brantley play the outfield again, I think you kind of have to assume as much, right? Yeah. Which is going to present like the really interesting decision if they're say they're up one nothing and uh or by one run late in, in the late in, in the eighth inning and and Alvarez's spot is seven spots away do you do you put in you know McCormick or Myers whoever's not playing to be a defensive replacement and risk the the, the White Sox tying it and Alvarez's spot coming up again like that's going to be really interesting for Baker whereas I don't think he does that as quickly with, with Brantley um, if Brantley's playing left field. Had a couple of callers last night ask me who the starting center fielder was. I leaned Myers over McCormick despite the fact that Jake's last month has not been good. Do you agree or disagree? I I think so. I, I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth on it myself because Myers hasn't played in three days now all of a sudden or four days. Um, I think it's going to end up being a McCormick-Myers it's not a platoon because they both hit righty, but a timeshare. Um, Myers is the better defender. McCormick's got the better offensive numbers overall. Myers hits lefties a lot better than he hits righties. So maybe, you know, against Carlos Rodon, he gets the start against the righties McCormick plays. But I, I think that's a, kind of still an unknown that I'm not even sure they have a, a set plan as of now for, for that one, given, you know, they keep playing Jose Siri. That was a hot mess last night. What a buzzkill his misplay was and how that turned out. I, I When he came up, I really thought he was just going to be like the, the late-game defensive replacement pinch runner, like like when Miles Straw came up in 2018 um, for the first time. But they've played him and Marwin Gonzalez a lot more than I expected. Do you have Marwin on your roster? I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't really know what he adds that you don't have um, – on, on with Diaz as the righty bat and with whoever is like the McCormick Myers odd man out of the lineup that day. Like, I think you're covered. Um, I do have Jose Siri on, and that's another right-handed bat. So I, I just feel like you're covered in the stuff that Marwin would, would do. All right. Last question. There are four teams that are beating each other up, not li- literally night for night, but in terms of standings and moving around in the wild card. Tell me who the two wild cards are going to be. And this is just, and then it's just a, a flip of the coin. Who will take on Tampa Bay in the first round of the playoffs? Um, I think the game, the wild card game, will be Yankees Blue Jays, and I think the Yankees win it. So Seattle finally, so, so, so Seattle finally cools off in the next seventy-two hours. Yeah, I, I, I 
I mean, who do, who do they play next? I, I haven't looked today at it. Well, they're off today. So the, uh, And then this weekend, Seattle plays... Oh, they're home for the Angels. Ooh. Angels. And mm. no Otani on Sunday. Nope. I mean, they could they, they could sweep them, although they did, didn't they just lose like 14-2 against them the other day? Yeah, but, um, they, but they, they, they pummeled the A's for the last handful of days. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, the Mariners, I've doubted at every turn. I think I said on your show six weeks ago that they weren't a real contender. So... Um, Maybe I'm the wrong person to predict. Well, that, we think... we weren't paying attention. That's fine. <laughs> but no, I still think the Yankees and the Blue Jays are the two best teams out of this group, and I think, um, you know, I think the Yankees, you know, especially if they're home, win the wild card game and make for a ALDS rematch with the Rays. That means uh, late afternoon game on Thursday in Chicago. Safe to say, yes. Yeah. I mean, if the Red Sox, it would be the same thing. I think the oh, only yeah. question is if it's Blue Jays, right? Then it would maybe be that would be a question. Oh, let me okay. tell you something: Blue Jays Rays ain't making prime time. That is not right. happening under any circumstance. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, Jake, uh, when are you going to put out your 26 man roster? You know, I was going to do it this morning, but I feel like um, at this point, I'm just going to wait until they clinch. Um, so I don't get like old takes exposed if they somehow don't ever clinch. You know, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm a two-time member of Old Take Exposed. You can, you can be, it'll be all right. Well, it won't hurt you that bad. <laughs> Might even get you a few followers. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, yeah, but no, it'll be out there soon. So keep an eye out. All right, Jake M. Kaplan on Twitter, The Athletic, a great website, pure sports journalism, none of that hot take, fluffy stuff. Hey, uh, we'll see you at the ballpark. Thanks for the time, as always, friend. All right, thanks, Matt. You got it, Jake Kaplan, with us here on the Matt Thomas Show. Ross, the rumor mill about Deshaun Watson. Now, you got to consider the source a little bit, but it's percolating. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll tell you who said what next. 113. It's Matt Thomas Show, Sports Talk 790. Do they have baby Crocs? Yes. Because I got to buy some. I got a buddy of mine who's the PR director for the Falcons. He used to work at University of Houston who started this whole croc bet with me it was so erroneous because I've never worn crocs before in my life. He's expecting his, uh, they're expecting their first child in the next handful of months. So I want to send them a gift that really means something from me to them. I mean, there's gotta be somebody out there buying crocs. My daughter wears croc. Oh, see, there you go. She's also 13. Okay. Well, I mean, they, they remain in business. Oh yeah. Yeah. And all of her girlfriends do it. She wouldn't do it just to do it. She was doing it because mm-hmm. all of her friends are doing it. But Crocs are cool amongst the thirteen-year-old girls. Just saying. Okay. I'm. I'm swear. I swear to God. I. I have lived on, on this earth forty-nine plus years. I have never worn Crocs a day in my life. What if you're gonna get on a boat or something? No, I got boat shoes. I'm a boat shoe wearing mother. That's Noah. true. And I used to wear Birkenstocks when they were cool until you made fun of them. They were never cool. Birkenstocks were always cool. Okay. Stocks are back. Maybe when thank Je- you. Maybe thank when you. Jesus was rounding up the apostles. Maybe that's around then, to the, around that time. I'm sorry to say, Ross, but Birkenstocks are actually really popular these thank days. You. Okay, with yeah, with, thank you. We're right with young women and men too. Thank mm. you, Jacob. They're terrible. They look terrible. Jacob's just only saying this because he owns a pair as well. Yeah, but he also look at his face. You know what he does do here? Look at his face. Y'all don't know this, but Jacob wears his swim trunks to work sometimes. <laughs> yeah. They're not swim trunks. They're pa- they're Patrick Star shorts. 
What? As in Patrick from SpongeBob. Yeah. The next time you wear those to the office, I'm taking a picture of them. Go ahead. And I'll I let like, the audience I, decide. Good. They'll they'll say they're really cool. Because Twitter is really nice and fair to people. Can you and swim pl- in them? And bl- yeah, they're they they're they're uh you can go you can do that or you can just wear them as shorts. Hmm. And his uh comes with natural underwear well, at, in them. Pair them with no, your Birkenstocks. Maybe I will. All right. Uh how do we feel about Chris Sims, the former Texas quarterback? Uh I felt like he never put touches on his passes. He was extremely blonde, like terrifyingly blonde. Took and a lot of sacks. I, and I didn't really like him as the Texas Longhorns quarterback. I preferred Major Applewhite. Major and I were texting just uh, about a week ago. Oh, really? Yeah, he's doing good. Uh, he's the offensive coordinator at Arkansas State. Good for him. I mean, it's fine. I don't know I mean, if I can do it. He had previously wants. been the OC at like Bama. And... Well, I wasn't OC. He was a uh, quality control, I want to say. I thought he was OC at Bama for a little while. He, maybe not. Maybe, but maybe or before. Or at least co-OC. Yeah, he had, uh, yeah, he, after losing the job at U of H, but I mean, before that, yeah. Yeah, Major's good dude. Really, really good. And I'm frankly, as a, as a young broadcaster growing up, and Ross, we used to talk a lot about Major versus Chris Sims. It was a constant conversation piece when the two guys were quarterbacks. Yes. He was, um, in 07, he was the OC slash QB coach at Alabama. Was that, was Saban there at the time? No. No, that was. Oh seven now. Okay, so back to Chris. There's a show that NBC Sports puts on. I don't think anybody watches it. It's that Pro Football Talk TV show. Mm, I haven't from seen entertainment it, no. value. There, it's just not there. He it's, co-hosts it, with Florian. Right? Yeah, it's okay. meat and potatoes football. It's not. Let's wake you up, have a good time. It's not. Be anecdotal. It's not. Be warm okay. and friendly. It's just pound you with NFL news and notes. It's like okay. it's the NFL Gordy news and notes for hours and hours and hours and hours. Okay. He said that the Eagles are still very interested in acquiring Deshaun Watson. Oh, really? And that owner Jeffrey Lurie has given the go ahead to trade for him. Really? Quoting, quoting Sims. Philadelphia is in that mix for the Deshaun Watson thing. That's a real thing from everything I know. His owner has given them the green light as far as Howie Roseman and company to make that deal if it's right. He's getting traded before the deadline. We had got feels on this. I'm putting my name on it. it. I'm putting my name on it. Because we did gut feelings a while ago. And then I want every one of you suckers Uh who said, it's better to trade him in the (laughs) offseason when you get more value. To come apologize to your boy. Let me pull up the file. This is what you had. Oh, you had UH Moneyline. That's from yesterday. Love that. Loving that Moneyline. Right. And the over, by the way. Okay, let's see. Watson. Traded. I'm putting my name on it. That's not a gut. That, you hear me, line. Jacob? That's when that separates me from the others. I'm putting my name on that. That was one. my gut feel. Okay. And I said he wasn't going to be traded. Well, you also wear SpongeBob's poor parent <laughs> stuff. So I want Hey! I mean, it's fine. I got some SpongeBob We're boxers. We're on radio. Okay. I got SpongeBob boxers. There's no doubt. I used to wear underoos as a kid with Super Friends. Okay, I was a handsome kid back then. Were you really? Well, I was a little portly. A little portly. Yeah, a little actually. That was a lot when portly. they called you the. I thought that Husky. was when they called you the round mound of Kent rebound on the middle school team. What do you think, Philadelphia boys? No. What do you got, Miami? Yes. I think it's time to Philadelphia or Miami. I really do. Let's see. Both Way have, back have, in the day, both have trade come out, enough trade ships, right? I mean, they both have plethoras of first, correct? I don't. I know Philadelphia does. I don't know if Miami does. You, you know what? This is these are our gut feelings from August thirty first. Mm, okay. You said Watson will be moved by the deadline. Mm-hmm. 
You also said the Astros would clinch by September 27th. Well, that day. I've already admitted that was wrong. I'm just reading it. I know. But you wanted to pour the salt in the moon. I, and then I also said that Watson would be moved by the deadline. Okay, we're good. And then I also said Cam Newton will be the backup for a Super Bowl contender. And he's still looking for work, right? <clears throat> Whoops. Oh, this is also the week I said Stafford top 10 QB. It's looking that, good. Did I name the Rams? I, I have our predictions at the house. I said uh, Bills over Rams Super Bowl. I think I got I got Chiefs over Rams. I think. Okay. Don't hold me to that. But it's I early. Think, boy, I, I what I didn't expect were the Chiefs to finish in last place. Well, they're not going to, but right now they are. Okay, so you're telling me you what do you got? You got them going to Miami? I I think it's either way. I think it, I said I think, Miami in January. I'm sticking by. It. I think it could be a. Here's what A team is offering. What's B team going to offer mm-hmm. me? I don't think there's anybody else sneaky waiting in the background. Right. I think it comes down to Philadelphia or Miami. And ultimately, it may come down to what Deshaun wants to do. If Deshaun wants to go to Miami, he may just want to say, you can you can talk to Philadelphia all you want to. Uh, I have a no-trade clause. I'm holding this card in my That's hand. True. You're not going. I'm not going there. But who's better equipped to win right away? Philadelphia, frankly, is. By division. Uh, I mean, Miami, didn't they win like 11 games last year? 10, 11 games? Doesn't feel like it now. They got pummeled at home well, by Buffalo. Miami I mean, lost Jacoby at Las Vegas. Jacoby Brissett's been starting. Yeah. And they also lost at Las Vegas, although the game went to overtime. Okay, but let's think about this as well, though. Yeah. If these trades are being discussed, which we think there are trade discussions happening, yeah. right? Yeah. Which means I think Glazer was right. Which means Deshaun Watson has to be clued in on these, right? Because yes. he has the no trade. Yes. So there have to be some line of communication between Nick Casario and Deshaun Watson right now. I don't as think far it's daily tra- trade destinations. But I think I no. I, I bet like they a talk. weekly Monday Zoom. No, I'm saying that. Hey, here's the last. Here's the latest call I got. Would can I progress? Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's already given them a list. Yeah. Or maybe they can keep checking. Hey, is hey is Philly still off your list? Or are would they back you, on? If you were Nicky C, would you talk to Deshaun every day? I would not. I would talk to him at least every week. Well, sure. But I'm saying I'm asking. Would you talk to him every day? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think he is. I, I think, think there's so. so much. There's so many, so many wounds right now on both sides that I, I couldn't fathom talking to him mm. every day. I, I mean, I would think there would be much more than small talk to talk to him about every day. Yeah. All right. Let's get to Dr. Roto. Oh, that's our favorite time of the week. Some love it, some hate it, but you almost respect it. The Good Doctor for Fantasy Football Conversation. You got a question in for The Good Doctor, you may join us right now at 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Dr. Roto for the fastest 30 minutes of Major Market Radio after word for Car Bingo and CarBingo.com. Trade your keys for cash the easy way by going to CarBingo.com. Very few steps in order to make this happen if you're looking to sell your vehicle to them. You'll enter vehicle details like a uh, the vehicle's VIN, mileage, then you'll sit back, relax, and the folks at CarBingo will handle the rest. C-A-R-B-I-N-G-O.com, CarBingo.com. The folks at CarBingo then review all your vehicle's details and will send you a real firm offer in just two minutes. One of the CarBingo acquisition specials perform a quick review of the vehicle when they get there, and they'll cut you a check right on the spot. It is very simple with zero hassles. C-A-R-B-I-N-G-O.com 
or 187-CARBINGO. 187-CARBINGO, carbingo.com. And I've got trade proposals for lying my way. My first round pick turned out to be a big flop. I don't know which wide receiver I need to drop. Ooh, Dr. Roto, give me the news. I really don't know what I should do. My quarterback keeps getting sacked. I've got a bad case of fantasy blues. Here we go with the fastest 30 minutes of major market radio. The one, the only, the good doctor. Dr. Roto with us here for his weekly Thursday visit. Good doctor. I'm telling you, Jacksonville, Cincinnati is a fantasy football and betters delight. The rest of America could give two craps. (laughs) <laughs> That's probably right. Look, uh, Cincinnati's on a high after their their start this season. Uh, but is this the week that Urban Meyer can get his first win as an NFL head coach? You got to think if it doesn't happen now, when is it going to happen? But uh, look, I like James Robinson tonight. I love Marvin Jones. Uh, Cincinnati's defense has been very good thus far, but Jesse Bates probably not playing. Woozy not playing. They've got some issues there in the back end. Uh, I, I, of course, always like Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon, but I think this game will be a lot closer than people think, and the Jaguars may surprise. Are we buying in on the Joe Burrow first three weeks of the season? Well, look, I think the Bengals have done an amazing job protecting Joe Burrow and that they're running the ball, they're establishing Joe Mixon, which they've been threatening to do for a while now, and finally he's healthy enough to do that. And I think that makes Burrow better. I think adding Chase was a brilliant move because Burrow's got his go-to guy now. So even without T. Higgins, they're still performing at a high level. So, look, we really want to see Joe Burrow throwing 30 and 40 times a game. I don't think he's going to need to do that this week. So I like Joe Burrow, but I'm not really running to start him in fantasy yet. All right, you got a question for Dr. Roto? You can line him up right now at 713-212-5790, 713-212-5790. Roto, uh, the Chiefs uh, are surprising at 1-2. Are they surprising us in fantasy numbers or living up to expectations? What? How are they living up to expectations? I'm asking you. I don't I don't have any chiefs. I'm not good enough to have a chief. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I think somebody had said this uh, who works at DrArto.com, and I thought it was really on point. The Chiefs often, let's say, don't play well. And then at the end, in the fourth quarter, Patrick Mahomes does his magic, right? And he just throws, and right. you know they come back and win. But when that doesn't happen which is what's happening this year, they're losing these close games, which we're not used to. I think they, you know, why do you think they got Josh Gordon? Because they're desperate for another receiver. Edward D. Lair played well last week, but, you know, he's still a work in progress with a lot of fumbling. Uh, the defense has been bad. So I think there are holes there, and I think there are teams uh, who can take advantage of that in the AFC. And, and it could be the Chargers who look great. It could be the Raiders who look good. And I and don't discount the Bills because the Bills are a very good team. All right, let's get some other NFL action in. The Panthers will not have uh, their top running back, McCaffrey, for a couple of weeks. How does that impact the skill position players when they go to the Cowboys this Sunday? 
Yeah, so Chuba Hubbard's going to be the starting running back there, and I think he's certainly a guy that people pick up in fantasy this week. If he's in your, if he's on your league's waiver wire, you're going to go get him. Royce Freeman's going to see maybe about 25% of snaps, but he's not, you know, not a big fan. Uh, I am a fan of DJ Moore. Uh, he is tremendous. And he is Sam's go-to guy. But I think this is a Robbie Anderson week. I do. I think we're going to find Robbie Anderson, find the end zone. So if you're looking for an out-of-the-box play, I think that they know that they need to use him. And now without McCaffrey, they're really going to have to find some downfield targets. Uh, Giants and Saints play in New Orleans. Uh, The Saints look awesome in their two victories and look deplorable against Carolina. Which Saints team are we going to see this week against a team in the Giants that are looking for their first victory? Yeah, and I think the Giants aren't going to find it. So Blake Martinez, who's the Giants' best linebacker, stops the run, is not there. So uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, look, and Taysom Hill, I think I may have mentioned this last week, he's, he's going to be more involved in that offense, especially in the red zone. Uh, this is a game that the Saints should manhandle the Giants. I mean, the Giants are possibly going to be without Sterling Shepard, uh, Darius Slayton. Take a look if you're really desperate for a receiver. I thought Kadarius Tony looked pretty good last week, the first-round pick from the uh, University of Florida. But, uh, look, I don't think Barkley's going to find a lot of running room, and uh, Daniel Jones is going to be under a lot of pressure, and the Saints are a terrific defensive start in fantasy this week. Dr. Roto with us till 2 o'clock here on Sports Talk 790. Uh, all right, as far as the Bears are concerned, when you don't have when you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. When you don't when you have three quarterbacks, you might have less than one. Do we stay away from anybody skill position wise because of the uncertainty of the signal caller spot right there for them? Well, look, you have to play David Montgomery, right? I mean, no matter what, he's going to get the football. And I think you have to play Allen Robinson. I mean, he's too good a receiver that even Andy Dalton should be able to find him. Uh, but Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, guys like that who we thought that had some upside, they really don't. I cut Komet in a bunch of leagues this week. I didn't want to do it, but look, Justin Fields is a great athlete, but, and everybody wanted to see him start, and I did too. But it just didn't look very good last week, and sometimes it takes guys a couple of weeks. Preseason is not the regular season. Andy Dalton's a train wreck. Uh, Nick Foles has played in this league. He knows what to do. I mean, the Bears were, in some cases, smart enough not to have traded him when a lot of people wanted them to. I know I was one of those who said they should trade him. But I think right now, outside of Montgomery and Allen Robinson, you've got to be worried about your Bears. If I could create a roster with just Cardinals and Rams players, I think I would do really, really well, especially when the two teams play each other this week, right? Yeah, I think you would do well. So, look, I really believe that the Rams put a stamp on the fact that they can win the Super Bowl this year. I mean, Jared Goff was holding them back, and they've got Matthew Stafford, who's terrific. I mean, Deshaun Jackson, Dan Jefferson, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. People forget when they lost to the Patriots in that Super Bowl, Cooper Cup had a knee injury. He wasn't there, and that was Jared Goff's number one guy, right? So now they've got this great defense. They've got this great offense. I'm looking forward to seeing the Rams against the Cardinals, who, with Kyler Murray being fully healthy right now this year, adding James Conner, Chase Edmonds, adding Rondell Moore, who's a sensational young rookie. So the only problem I have with the Cardinals is you just don't even know who's going to get the football outside of Hopkins. You know it's Hopkins, but is it Kirk? Is it Green? Is it Moore? Mm -hmm. We want it to be Moore. But you just always you don't always know. I did pick up Christian Kirk on waivers. I saw ESPN also thought it was a good recommendation. Why are people so on high end this week? Look, it's hard to be high on Kirk when you're playing the Rams, but I think this Ram game can explode. So if the Rams defense only has a so-so game, this game could be in the high 20s, low 30s, right? Because these are two very potent offenses. And I think that Murray presents a problem for the Rams because Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald's fast, but 
Kyler Murray may be a little bit faster. So if he's mobile out of that pocket, which we know he is, he's not going to be a sitting duck like most quarterbacks are. So what makes Kirk so good is that, you know, with, with Murray's escapability, you can find Kirk deep down in the field. Couple of teams that are three and oh. Broncos at home for the Ravens in a late afternoon game on Sunday. Are we buying in on I don't necessarily are we buying in on the Broncos being good, but have we seen players playing above the projection level for Denver right now? Well look, who they play in the first three three weeks, right? They play the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Jets. Can you name me three worst teams in football? Mm. So Denver should be three and oh. And I'm not saying that they have played poorly. They haven't. But now you got to start playing the Chargers. you got to start playing the Ravens. you got to start playing the Raiders. Now we're going to see who the real Broncos are. You've got three games. Can you get me three more out of the next five? I don't know about that. All right. Raiders at the L.A. Chargers. That's a. Gr- How about this? Another great Monday night game. I actually may want to watch this over watching Manning Cast. Yeah, no, that's a really good game. Um, so... The Chargers have done a very good job because they've let teams run against them, but they've really protected that defense and uh, the, the pass defense. It's been very good under Brandon Staley. Do you know why the Chargers have played close games? Penalties. They are the most penalized teams, the team in the NFL, and when they get a good play, it gets called back from some silly penalty that they've committed. So the Raiders have a good enough running game. I think Barber is going to do well. I think Kenyon Drake is going to do well. Carr has been terrific thus far. I don't like Henry Ruggs. And, of course, Waller is a beast, right? So Waller's a terrific player. And Brian Edwards is starting to step up, too. On the Chargers side, I mean, Austin Eckler, there's nothing that we don't like about him. Mike Williams is arguably a top 15 wide receiver right now in fantasy and reality. And you've got Keenan Allen. So this is a game that easily could be 35-34, and that's a, it's a great game to watch. All right, last, uh, we'll take a quick timeout, come back and talk about the Buccaneers-Patriots game, maybe the most anticipated Sunday night regular season game in a long time. And we'll get to the Texans, and we'll get to your phone calls. 142, Dr. Roto to the top of the hour on Sports Talk 790. Dr. Roto, another segment with us here on Sports Talk 790. We'll take your calls in a matter of seconds. Two games we want to get to. Let's get first to Dr. Roto. The uh, Buccaneers against the Patriots. The, the sizzle may be better than the steak on this. I don't know if that's completely true, but you tell me. Yeah, if you don't think Tom Brady is throwing for five touchdowns this week against uh, Bill Belichick, you don't know Tom Brady. And if you don't think Gronk is going to find the end zone, you don't know Tom Brady. So, I mean, I think he absolutely wants to, I don't want to say embarrass them, but I think he wants to put some uh, hurt on them. Um, So I I definitely want to play those two guys for sure. Uh, On the Patriots side, look, the Buccaneers cannot stop the pass right now. They can stop the run, but they can't stop the pass. So do I think that uh, Mac Jones has a good game? I do. Do I think Jacoby Myers can have a good game? Absolutely. John U. Smith? Yes. So I, I think that this feels like a 38-16 to 16 type of game to me. Okay. And uh, we see that a young uh, Mac Jones does well, but Tom Brady throws five TD passes. The Buffalo Bills have crushed their last two opponents. I mean, destroyed them. Uh, are we loading up heavy against the Texans' defense that, frankly has played probably more competitive than we thought they would, but it is Buffalo. It's been two straight weeks, and they have certainly gotten over the ills of their performance in week one and their loss against Pittsburgh. 
Yeah, I mean, look, with Tyrod Taylor there, maybe that they could have kept it close for a half, but with Davis Mills there, it, it's not going to be close. I mean, the Bills offense, it, it just looked terrific last week. And, you know, Josh Allen hasn't even really gone to Stephon Diggs like we, like we expected. It's been a lot of Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley. We saw some Zach Moss. Uh, I mean, Allen's the kind of guy that can get 303 every week. So, I mean, look, the question is for, for the Texans, I think Brandon Cooks is going to see a lot of Tredavious White. So if he's out of the game, what can they do offensively? I think you're looking at some Philip Lindsay, uh, maybe some Anthony Miller who looked good, and I think that there's some uh, upside with him. But, I mean, this feels like one of those 35-6 to six kind of games because I just don't see where the points are coming from. All right, let's go to the phones for Dr. Roto here on Sports Talk 790. We'll start with Josh and Cypress for the good doctor. Josh, what do you have? Hey, guys, thanks for having me. i got a few questions. I'll be quick as heck. I'm on a flex, and I'm tough deciding on Pittman Jr. or Cole Beasley or Brandon Ayuk. And then I have a quarterback issue where it's uh, Ryan Tannehill or Teddy Bridgewater. And I'm yeah, okay, good on question. Two of those. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't really love Teddy Bridgewater this week, but Tannehill's got some uh, receiver problems there because they might not have Julio Jones or A.J. Brown. So this could this could be a Derrick Henry week, and I'm worried about that. So I guess I'll take Teddy Bridgewater, but I don't really like either start, to be quite honest with you. I think you're looking at trying to maximize the rest of your lineup. So because of that, assuming that both your guys are going to get like 220 yards and one touchdown, maybe two, I think you got to look for the higher upside play, which I think is Ayuk right now. Uh, they used him a lot last week. I think that game has a potential to be higher scoring. I do like Michael Pittman, but the Dolphins' defense is, is getting better right now. So, And with Wentz not being very mobile and Quentin Nelson being injured, I just don't know if they're going to score a lot of points this week. So I'll take Ayuk. All right, let's go to uh, Gio on the north side for Dr. Roto. Hi, Gio. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Uh, quick question. I have Jonathan Taylor, and I used my first uh, pick on him, uh, but I don't uh, really see him living up to that first-round pick within the first three weeks. So my question is, should I try trading him, or should I just stick it out? Yeah, you, you don't want to trade him this week because Miami's run defense has been terrible. So if there's any week that Taylor should be able to get it done, it, it is this week. I mean, the Colts are going to need to rely on him, and so I think you got to give him a shot. If he has a good week, Gio, right, this is what you want to do in fantasy football. When he goes for 100 yards and a touch, you trade him next week because you're going to get more value. So my son is in a league, and, you know, Ezekiel Elliott had done nothing right prior to last week, and people didn't want him in a trade. Now all of a sudden he's getting trade offers for Zeke right and left. So that's what happens in fantasy. Wait on Taylor, wait for the big week, and then trade him. All right, thanks for the phone call. Next up, we go to uh, Queso on 790. Queso, what you got today? Hey, Dr. Hey, Matt, what's up? Um, so I have a uh, flex option. I would either have Boyd, um, Connor, or Anderson in my flex. And with, do you trust Cordell Patterson this week for my second uh, running back? Yeah, so I'm not going to go Connor because Connor is touchdown dependent, and I don't want to say that against the Rams. I don't feel good about that. But Boyd is a good player. I think he's got 10 points written all over him tonight, which is fine. Uh, but I think Robbie Anderson is the type of guy who can make one big play against Dallas' secondary, right? Trayvon Diggs is going to cover DJ Moore. So do I think that Anderson can go 5 for 60 and find the end zone? I do. Um, Patterson is a guy that I need to admit that I was wrong about. I think Arthur Smith has learned how to use him as a weapon, and right now Mike Davis does not look great. So 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, I think that Washington-Atlanta game is sneaky, and I think Patterson's a good play. All right. Uh, from emails, two of these four guys going in a PPR league. Kirk, Renfro, Claypool, or Marquise Brown? Uh, well, we're not going to be Renfro. Claypool's interesting, and Marquise Brown. So, um... Wow. I think I'm going to go Claypool because I think he's got the best chance of a touchdown, right? And, and I always look at that. Renfro's, Renfro and Kirk are tough because they're third receivers. So, I mean, if Waller and Edwards and Drake don't get it, then Renfro gets it. And I don't know whether the slot receiver is the, the place I want to be. I'm going to say Marquise Brown. Look, this guy, if he could just hold on to the football, it would probably be a top 10 receiver. I think Lamar is going to give him another chance this week. So let's go Claypool and Marquise Brown. All right, let's go to uh, Jim and Clear Lake for the good doctor on 790. Jim, what do you have? Hello, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I have a bad running back situation. I need to start either Mark Ingram at Buffalo or Lamont Murray at Denver. Yeah, you do have a bad, you do have a bad running back situation there. Uh, I kind of don't like either of them. I guess I'll take uh, Murray and hope that he finds the end zone. But let me tell you what I think I would do if I were you. I would take a chance on like a backup running back, okay, in a good situation. So maybe it's Kenneth Gainwell, right, for the for the Eagles. Maybe it's a guy named Tony Jones for the Saints because those guys are one injury away from being Chuba Hubbard. Right? Uh, Ingram is one injury away from nothing, right? That's the problem. And same thing with Blatt Murray. But I think a guy like Tony Jones, if Kamara gets an injured groin, he'd be the number one guy in the waiver wire. So I think I might be better. I'd rather do that and just get, you're going to get the same four or five points either way, but one way you get upside and one way you don't. Thank you. Thank you for the phone call. 713 212 5790. If you want to get a question for Good Doctor in the last couple of minutes, 713 212 5790. Will in Midtown. Will, what do you got for the Good Doctor? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, all right. I got a question about my flex. Uh, do I stick with Allen Robinson there, or do I make the switch and either go with Zachary Moss or DJ Sharp? Yeah. So, I mean, look, Robinson always does well against the Lions. He just does, historically. So I think I'm going to take a chance on that play and I'm going to figure out that they'll figure out how to find him the football. You know, your other guys, Chark is probably like the third receiver there. I mean, I, you know, Marvin Jones is the number one guy. You got James Robinson and then like he's tied with Chenault. So, and then Moss, I don't know. Look, could Moss find the end zone? Absolutely. Do we know that for sure? No. But do you really want to bench Allen Robinson for Moss? I don't think I do. All right, thank you for the phone call. Uh, Dr. Roto, uh, injuries, who's getting hurt worse? Is there one team that's been bitten more than the other so far? And and I would say, again, what did you think of Roethlisberger's last week? He openly admitted he wasn't going to be able to play at 100%, and Pittsburgh looks like it's a team that's struggling to find points right now. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think ben, the Steelers have to figure out life after Ben Roethlisberger, and I don't think the answer is Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph. So you got it, you got issues there. I think the Titans have issues, right? I mean, you don't have A.J. Brown, you don't have Julio Jones, but luckily you're playing the Jets. 
right? So, I mean, certain teams can get by with injuries. You know, the, the Vikings lose Dalvin Cook. They have Alexander Madison. They play a really good game. So it's about the teams, you know, look at the Colts. You, you have an injured Wentz. You've got an injured Quentin Nelson. How are you going to beat the Dolphins? So certain teams who have, it's a lot like fantasy football. If you have depth, you can survive. If you don't, you're going to lose. Two quick questions. One from email. How about asking uh, Dr. Roto for a DFS lineup? Uh, and we don't have a lot of that here because it's not legal, but there are some people that find a way to do it. Is it legal now? I lose track of these uh, things. It is in many states. It is in my state, and I think it will be pretty soon most everywhere. So I'll tell you this. I think you start your lineups with uh, you always want to do what we call stacking, which is take one quarterback with at least one receiver, if not two, on a team, and then you want to correlate it, meaning bringing back a guy the other way. So, for example, you'd have Stafford with Cup and Woods, and you bring back Rondell Moore. That's a good way. Find your core stack of the week. And, for example, that was a pretty good one, by the way. And then you can you know, work from there, and then you add like the running back that you think yeah. is going to score. Remember, on FanDuel, it's about touchdown. All right, last call. We go to Tim and Spring for Dr. Roto. Hi, Tim. Hey, uh, I'm wondering, uh, Joe Burrow against Jacksonville, or should I roll with Kirk Cousins? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think that game, you know, with Cousins, a lot of people are saying it could be very high scoring, and then some people can think it's a low scoring because it's a running, you know, two teams who like to run. Um, I think the Jacksonville game could get a little ugly tonight. It could be like 24 to 10, and I just don't see that Burrow gets the five touchdowns that we want. I think I'll wait till Sunday on Cousins. They're a big play team. Jefferson's look good. Thielen's look great. I'll just roll with Cousins, who really is a top 10 quarterback right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we asked Dr. Roto once a week to give us the absolute knockdown, 100% pure successful pick of the week. We call that Dr. Roto's Lock of the Week. Yeah, I mentioned it before. I really like Alvin Kamara. I mean, the Giants' run defense has been very suspect all season long, and now they lose their number one run stopper in Blake Martinez. I mean, the Saints can't really throw the ball. They rely on Kamara, who did great against New England Patriots. He goes for 100 yards and a touchdown this week, and you can lock that one in. That is Dr. Roto's Lock of the Week. Where can people find you this weekend, Roto? Yeah, you can always find me at drroto.com. Enter the promo code radio. We're going to get you a big discount. I'm working on rankings right now, articles, podcasts, CFS lineup optimizers. You can also find me at SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio from 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays. Thank you for the visit, as always. We'll do this again next Thursday. You got it, my friend. All right, thank you very much. That's the one and only Dr. Roto with us here on Sports Talk 790. Busy final hour of the show, which will begin with an update on the Astros. Magic number watch still in play. Also, Ross's Rotten 5 at 220. Jose Altuve at 230. It's the Matt Thomas Show. This is Sports Talk 790. This is the Matt Thomas Show. It is a 202 on Sports Talk 790. Ross is tonight the night. Because let me tell you, if, o- if Oakland comes in here and wants to play spoiler, imp- that is going to make gonna all of us really happen. uncomfortable. You promise? Yes. Somebody put the name on it right oh, now. No. Somebody do it. Of the three of us. Astros clinch tonight. They win 6-2. to two. Astros clinch tonight by at least three runs. Okay. 6-2 to two final score. Okay. Lance McCullough Jr., 6 and a third. How many pitches? 99. Lance goes six and a third and under 100? <laughs> 99. That's a little breaking news there. 
I wouldn't play the sound. I'm optimistic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not breaking news, but no. See, when you do that now, do you know when people when that's now a thing where people are like, okay, so Jacob plays a breaking news, and yes. then we're waiting for the is there another one coming? How many? Yes. Yeah, I have a little bit of small breaking news. It's very little, not even oh. worthy of sounder. Well, can we get half of one? I wouldn't even give it a third. Let's even give it a third. A third of one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boise State and San Diego State are going to stay in the Mountain West Conference. They're not going to join the American. It's a third. A third of a breaking news sounder. Mm, maybe a tenth. You can't knock it down that little. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, okay, so we got that going on this this hour. We got Jose Altuve, fingers crossed, 230. I've not received the text saying it's not happening. Okay, check. that's good. I don't text. Zero text so far. Well, should, should you send a text saying, is it happening? No, I'd rather not. Well, you don't want to be needy. No, I don't want to be, oh, we forgot. Now, I want them to say, you know, when Jose is going to be on the show, okay, he's going to be on good. the show. All right. Tonight's the night. Going to clinch. Going to celebrate with champagne. Now, does champagne have a, have a, does it start to lose some of its fizz if you keep hmm. it in ice for that long? Should we ask Jose to make sure he doesn't punch a wall tonight? Is that guy for the Brewers good? Yes. Devin Williams? Yeah. He was the rookie of the year last year. And he plays every day. No, he doesn't. He's a he's a setup. He's a setup pitcher. But he will be a he will be a missed part of that Milwaukee team. He, he was very he would yeah. have been very integral to them. For those of you who don't know, there's a Milwaukee pitcher that is done for the year because he had he partied too hardy. Got a little got a little uh, tipsy. Did he punch punch a wall? Is that what I saw? Yes. They said he's going to need a plate in there. He let must me, have punched let me ask pretty, you this. pretty hard. When you've got when you've received some good news in your life. Yes. Like Jacob, the time that you got you found out you're going to work on the Matt Thomas show. <laughs> Wait, did you? How did you celebrate, Jacob? I did, actually did want to know that story. Did you punch? Did you punch a uh, a wall to, to celebrate it? No, I did not. You had to be excited when you got the, if you found out you got the job, though, right? Yeah, I didn't know I was going to be doing the Matt Thomas show. Wait, he though, wanted. Either. He wanted. But you knew sh- you got a job. Here. He wanted Sean Salisbury A team. He got. He settled for the ten to three. So spot. you bought like three lamps. Yeah, of course. I mean, I have done my fair share of celebrating the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. It usually involves one beverage, cranberry or, and vodka, or a fine steak dinner. Hmm. It w- it wouldn't be involved like I wouldn't headbang myself against a wall. Yeah, you know, headbang. Okay. Boom, you know what I mean? Headbutt. Headbutt. That's right. Not headbang. Headbang would be a type of music. Headbangers. I wouldn't headbutt myself against a wall. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to slice a finger off. Yeah. I wouldn't want to get in a massive car wreck. No. I would just want to tip a you know get a champagne glass and mm-hmm. do that. He there was punched a, the wall. Yeah, there was a guy, somebody punched a chair a few years ago. Remember that? It was a pitcher. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but it was a pitcher. Uh, I think it might have been, I don't know if it was in the playoffs or what, but this guy punched a chair and he like broke his hand and uh, was out for, I think, the rest of the season. Mm. Now, some of those pylons scare me a little bit. Drew Pomerantz. That's who it was, yep. 2014. There was a guy that was, I want to say Dave Dravecki was in a, was in a, was in a, celebration after a no-hitter or a winning. He wasn't the one that threw the no-hitter, but he broke his arm. He had cancer, too, so his his body was a little more brittle, and he went in there and part of a big celebration. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's not good. I don't think it would be, no. All right. Well, no broken hands for the Astros. This is old hat for them. Winning the division. How about when you win the when you win a division as often as the Astros have? You just fist bump and you just walk off the field and say, see y'all. Oh, they'll celebrate, give I think. Deuce, give the deuces up. They, I mean, they'll be champagne, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Why not? But I mean, do we are we worried about the uh, the crispness of the deliciousness of the champagne? Oh, you think it's been rolling in the cart for about three, four days? Like for instance, when you guys go to the convenience store, yes. and, you know they pour those singles. 
single cans? The tall boys? Uh, tall boys? Ice. Yes. And they put them in ice, and then they take them. I mean, I guess you wouldn't. Have, there would be nothing different in taste. Well, as it's, long as they're not opened, it's the, yeah. right. The well, sometimes, yeah, sometimes though, it depends. Don't they have a shelf life? Yeah, if they've been sitting out there, might not be that fresh. Like for instance, boys, if you ever got meat out for spaghetti at the house, and then you go, ah, I'm not going to cook tonight. You put the meat back in the refrigerator, and then, yeah. then the next night you pull it out, and you're like, I'll make hamburgers, and it's you go, now, funk. then. You keep going in and out of the refrigerator. It's gonna. It's right. not gonna be the best tasting meat. You, you gotta, gotta cook freeze it, up. it, or you gotta yeah. freeze it. Mm-hmm. True. Or if you freeze and unfreeze, freeze. I mean, it could, yeah, it could be some issue. You could too. get frostbite. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> how are you gonna get frostbite? What are you gonna step in your freezer? How big is I your mean, freezer, Ross? Oh, okay. My freezer is not that big, and it's probably 75 percent full of liquor bottles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Astros win tonight. Ready? One, two, three. Yes. yes. What? Let's try, maybe we heard something wrong. Yeah, we Let's try this again. I thought, yeah. yeah. Did the door I, open I, back there I thought or I heard no from somebody. Let yeah, me try was this again. chair creaking? Astros beat the Rays. One, two, three. Yes. yes. There we That's go. I didn't even say anything just so I could make sure I hear a hot Much, heart more much clearly. better. All right. Cougars win in Tulsa tomorrow night. I'll Who? be there. One, two, three. No. Yes. Y'all are such haters. They're Wait, four so, and a half point dogs. Yeah. Why would I pick them? Oh, you're telling me that people that are dogs uh, don't win games. Is that what I'm, you're telling I'm me? I'm playing the odds. Vegas knows something we don't know. Vegas doesn't know everything. Vegas just wants you to or, bet on the game. Okay, well then go there and bet every game and win millions of dollars if it's so easy I, to beat Vegas. If I bet the favorite every single time, I wouldn't win it. Well, I saw you ripping up tickets on Sunday in Vegas, so I want to act. Don't tell me that they don't know what they're doing. But I did cash. <laughs> I actually did better at the table at the, the uh, sports book than I did in the tables. Mm-hmm. Sadly, so you, I got crushed everything yeah, I touched. I know. Whenever you were interviewing uh, Dana Holgerson yesterday, is it the they're just the hurricane? They're not hurricanes. I couldn't tell if you the were golden saying hurricane, that. golden hurricane. Okay, so it's not it's not they're not like Miami. They're not the Miami no. hurricanes. They're the golden hurricane. Okay, yeah, interesting. Is there even such a thing as a golden hurricane? Or that, that just a, that sounds made up. Well, it's like a, yeah. there's a, no such thing as a blue devil. Or That's a red true. raider. Hmm. Well, if you get sunburned and you start raiding stuff. In Lubbock, you can be. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Okay. All right. Uh, so we've got uh, the Rotten Five coming up in the next segment of the show. Can't wait. Do the Texans make the Rotten Five? They haven't been rotten. They haven't been good, but they haven't been rotten. They're in the conversation. I, I, think, I think if you put them in the Rotten Five this week, I think there's some just some anti-Texans. They're, they're on the outside looking in. They're in the conversation. That's all I'm going to okay. say. Real fast before I go to break. I am... Uh, I'm handling a variety of roles today we have our nba broadcasters zoom call today okay and so i check in on occasionally during commercial breaks and i'm watching the video on another computer of mine they have spent a half an hour this is good news for you basketball fans you know that extracurricular lean into guy oh okay ball you know not flopping but what would you call it when you are jump shooter you see your defender coming at you initiating contact initiating contact I have this succinct feeling that the initiating contact bit's going to be dramatically different than in years past. It should be. They've better been bad calls on that for years. But the problem is we have been so used to it mm-hmm. that when it happens, now granted, the Rockets don't have a player like James Harden who would live off that kind of stuff. It's going to be fun watching James not get a call because now he's wearing a different gear, but we're going to see a lot of players. Steph Curry will get a lot of those non-calls. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to take for us as collectively as basketball fans in the NBA to say, oh, that's not a foul anymore? I'll be happy for it. I mean, I never this thought it was a good. foul anyway, so. 
Yeah, when they jump, it depends. If they jump up, it's it could be a foul. When you go up north south, yeah, you need a landing spot. Mm-hmm. When you lean in it because your defender right. has left his feet. That's where I think the NBA is trying to say, uh-uh, we're not going to let that yeah, happen. Yeah, they've been calling that way too much. All right, 212 on the Matt Thomas Show. Let's get to the Rotten Five. It takes absolutely no ability whatsoever to tell you who the best five teams are in the NFL. It takes something special to tell you how awful five teams are. Ross has got that. Also coming up at the bottom of the hour, fingers crossed, Jose Altuve here on the Matt Thomas Show. 713-212-579 if you want to join the conversation. 713 212 Five seven nine. If you want to put a stop to erectile dysfunction and restore natural spontaneity in the bedroom, I want you to call Silverleaf Medical Clinic at 713-843-7000. If you've been struggling with ED, there is a treatment out there for ED that does not require pills, injections, or surgery. It is a medical breakthrough. And right now you can call them at 713- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 8437000 and get a special offer that includes a free exam and consultation with a medical doctor, a free blood flow ultrasound, and a special gift that's going to produce instant results in the bedroom. All that is valued at $500. You get it for free when you drop my name, Matt Thomas, and 713-8437000 for the Silverleaf Medical Clinic. For more details, check out the website. Easy to remember, silverleafmedicalclinic.com or call 713-8437000. 713-843-7000, Silverleaf Medical Clinic. Astros tonight, it's it's an early start if you're going to the game. And I have not heard, I, I don't know if Mattress Max still has tickets for tonight's game, but he's always buying tickets like a mutta because that's how he I was. I believe... 610 first pitch. They did have tickets. Yeah, for this afternoon, yeah. So if you are out and about at I-45 North between Tibble and Parker. It should say on the sign out there. I heard somebody tell me that they uh, they could read on the side that they still had tickets. So that was yesterday, though. Let's, you're burying the lead with this game being at 610, which means Adam and Adam don't have to work a full show today. Mm. Who's on Astros on deck? Shocker. It's not me. Carla's got volleyball tonight. Go Riverwood. It's uh, Michael. Okay. One week from today is the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to be? It's a weird we night. you a watch party? Well, I got a Rockets game that night. Oh, well. Playing uh, Miami. Uh, my heart is not ready for playoff baseball. It's so intense. I am... Uh, it just ramps up so much. Can I tell you I'm excited but yet very, very scared? I Because I could see this team winning the whole damn thing, and I could see them losing in three games. Mm-hmm. And I, I, in the previous five years, four years, I have never felt like that way with this team. I would say, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, the last time I was this hesitant, well, definitely last year. I mean, I, th- I think I had them losing to the Twins. Well, the last year last. I had minimal expectations because this is a team that limped its way in the playoffs. 19- Minnesota was yeah. a huge team. They were so good at home. And the Astros beat that ass. They were the best team in baseball in 19. Mm-hmm. 18, they were good, but the Red Sox were better. 
to 17, I wasn't super confident. I wasn't confident they were going to be. I think I might have said Dodgers in five. I think I had them beating the Yankees. I had them losing the Dodgers. Yes. But I had them win the pennant. I had them winning the whole damn thing in 19. And yeah, they, and they, well, within one, they were within they two were innings. Six outs away. Let's not bring that up. That hurts. Mm, By the way, hurt. we got to root for uh, AJ's uh, Detroit Tigers. They op- they close the year out against the White Sox. We need them to win one game so there's no none of this thought of maybe the Astros having to go to Chicago. Well, this- how about the Astros take care of their own damn well, business? Well, I feel like we've been saying that for a week. Uh, yeah, I know. I would like for them to just take care of their own business. It's just like Margaritaville. It's your own damn fault. Because hmm. they've been living on sponge cake. Did they blow out their flip-flop? Stepped on a pop-top? Yeah, they did all those things. Wow. Okay. It's what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, it takes absolutely, as I said many times, I mean, oh, you want to tell me that, uh, let's see, uh, who's the best team in the NFL uh, right now? The Rams. The Rams. The Buccaneers are good. The Cowboys are playing well. Lottie freaking da. No talent, no analysis, no wittiness whatsoever to tell you who the best in the NFL is and are. How about telling you who, telling us who the worst are? We present to you the Rotten Five. They've gone bad. Hey, they draw flies. Ooh, it's Ross's Rotten Five. This, this don't smell quite right. That's right. It's the week four edition of the Rotten Five. And we have a new team from the AFC South. But it's the Indianapolis Colts. They just have not appeared much in the Rotten Five over the years, but they've earned their spot this week. Now starting the season 0-3. They did compete with the Rams week two, but they have not looked great otherwise. Carson Wentz has been very meh as the starting quarterback for the Colts. He's only thrown three touchdowns, and he is 27th in total QBR and still nursing multiple twisted ankles. Come on, Carson. What's going on over there? Add into that all-pro guard Quentin Nelson also out with an ankle injury of his own. Going to be even more difficult for the immobilized Wentz to have some success. They do get a winnable game against the Dolphins this week, but the Indianapolis Colts, the fifth worst team in the NFL. That was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. Have the Colts been the rotten five since Peyton Manning left? Yes, there was. Uh, yeah, because they were... The worst team in the league when that they got year, Andrew but Luck. I'm talking yeah. about since then. Like uh, since that's got to be Oliver, that's pre Oliver Luck. I mean, we'll Oliver, Andrew che- Luck. We'll have to check the the archives on that. We have archives on this. Probably not. Okay, I didn't think so. All right. Well, it's uh, number four. It's a tough. Uh, to have a loss sting more than what the Detroit Lions experienced last week as Justin Tucker bounced in a 66-yard field goal, an NFL record to seal the fate of the Lions. But what that kick does not erase is the fact that Jared Goff been very pedestrian this season. Despite his high completion percentage, Lions still not moving the ball down the field very well. They did open the season with two blowout losses last week. Step in the right direction. This week, they do get the hapless Bears. Maybe they can climb out of this hole, but right now, the Detroit Lions, the fourth worst team in the NFL. You lose. Good day, sir. Number three at this point, you just have to feel bad for the Giants and their fans because they are just so hapless. A very winnable game against the Atlanta Falcons this week, but they've given up 10 fourth quarter points in that one to seal their loss. Daniel Jones remains very mediocre at best as a quarterback option. Saquon Barkley still can't get it together going behind their terrible offensive line. Jason Garrett continues to be Jason Garrett. 
And well, it's just not looking great ahead for the Giants. They have a hellish schedule coming up. They could very well come out of the gate 0-10 or even worse. The New York Giants, the third worst team in the NFL. I think it's a disgrace. I agree, Donnie. All right, the bad news for the Jaguars, they lost another game where they were totally outmatched. The good news, they fell upwards in this list because, well, the number one team is just that bad. This week, the Jags got a gift touchdown from Cliffy Kingsbury at the end of the first half as he decided for some reason to kick a 68-yard field goal that the Jags promptly returned for a touchdown. But other than that, the offense has been a disaster. For the Jaguars, you have Trevor Lawrence tied for the NFL lead with seven interceptions. Their defense ranking 29th in the NFL. They do play tonight in a very uninteresting Thursday night game. But right now, Jaguars, second worst team in the NFL. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show. I know, Jags lady. I know. All right. Last but not least, you had to move them here the New York Jets. The Zach Wilson era off to quite the rocky start. In three games, he's thrown seven interceptions, tied for the league lead with Trevor Lawrence, sacked 15 times, far and away. The NFL lead, just bad, bad stuff from Zach Wilson and the Jets. They managed to scratch out a whopping zero points against the Denver Broncos last week. In successive weeks so far this season, they've scored 14, then six, and then zero points. Yikes. They're falling downwards. Right now, the Jets are struggling. They have the 30th-ranked offense, the worst point differential in the league, and they are the absolute worst team in the NFL. I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. And I might have to play that every week this season. That's why, for those of you that are newbies to the show, which, first of all, where the hell have you been? When you hear struggling, struggling. it's an ode to one Joseph Namath. Hmm. Joe Willie Namath couldn't care less about the team struggling. Struggling. Susie Colbert back in the day, huh? All right. Don't say what the... Say what? Rumor. No, I'm not bringing up that rumor. We are a rumor-free show. <laughs> By the way, not rumor. It's fact. A gallery furniture now until 5 o'clock. We'll have tickets for the Astros game tonight. Boom. This is it. Oh, that's what we should play. Next, well, well, yeah, we'll do it. We come back, and we'll lead it into Jose Altuve. This we'll is it, Kenny Loggins, American treasured artist. Well, I will. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do that with a straight mm -hmm. face. Has lots of hits though. He's all over my yacht rock radio channel seventy. Oh, I believe that <laughs> great soundtrack uh, artist. True. Yeah, Footloose. What's your favorite Kenny Loggins song? Really. Favorite song of his overall? Mine's got to be I'm All Right from Caddyshack. Uh, that's not bad. Footloose, most overrated song. Who did? Overrated movie. Was that Huey and the Lewis, Lewis and the News? I get him confused with Huey Lewis and yeah, the News. Yeah, there's just only one. Kenny okay. Loggins by himself. Footloose is fine. I don't know. My favorite. This is it is actually not that bad. I it's used to terrific. It. We used to play it all the time in Minnesota. As we were chasing after the Yankees in the playoffs, and then the Twins would... Oh! That guy is easy! What? Danger Zone! Yeah. No! Yeah! Oh, no. no. Highway to the Danger Zone, Top Gun, I've one told of my favorite before. movies of my I youth. Have, I have never watched Top Gun start to finish. Oh, yeah, you've said that before. And by the way, when is this Top Gun reboot coming out? Has it only been five years in production? I know. It got Pan delayed because of COVID. Pandemic slowed everything down. Well, is Maverick coming back? Well, I mean, I think Tom Cruise is high risk because he's over 80 at this point. Is Tom Cruise that old now? No, he's, he's got to be 60. He's closing in on 60. 
I bet he's really close to 60. Major mistake in his life? 59. You, you know what? We talk about how, um, let's be brutally honest on this. Okay. Uh, Derek Jeter's list. Yeah. Tom's is a pretty good one, too. Yeah. A Mimi Rogers back in the day. Ooh, baby. He had uh, Katie, what's her name? Holmes. Yes. Married to uh, the Australian broad. What's her name? The Australian broad. <laughs> Nicole Kidman? Yes. The Australian broad. You got to be ashamed of yourself. I am. 227. Jose, she, was she was quite attractive. She still is. I watch a lot of her shows on HBO. Hashtag All right. eyes wide shut. Uh, let's see. Um, no, okay, no text from the Astros yet, so maybe Jose Altuve. Next, to 227, Sports Talk 790. All right, we got to get people ready. Jose's not on the line yet, so we'll either hashtag kill time or hashtag just enjoy this Kenny Loggins classic. The people of Houston need us, Ross, to rally this baseball team because we deserve another American League West Championship. We, because of course I play back up third base. We deserve that all the national haters out there, the Jeff Passens, the Buster Olneys, who else? The John Heymans can suck it. Because tonight is going to be our night. I feel the energy of the city growing as we speak. Can you? Yeah. With one, Kenneth. I had never heard this Lawrence. song before you bringing it up. People are like, this song is catchy. Still somehow I believe we'd always survive. And we're surviving here despite all the controversy. This is why this song meshes so well. Thank God the Mariners can't control our destiny, at least tonight. Colin McHugh. They've been controlling their destiny for a couple nights. No. Not tonight. They're not playing. That's true. Little Michael McDonald. I think it's him in the background. Yeah. Michael McDonald's a part of every great song in America. That's true. Oh, for sure. You're jamming, Sam. I knew you would. It's really good. It's really good. They should play this at about 7.09 tonight. They won't. All right. Now we got got Kenny Loggins in the brain. We're doing good. Astros are going to win. You got Lance McCullers at what now? You said six and two-thirds? In a six-two game, I said six and a third. So, oh, you're, okay. You won't give me extra third. I, I, I don't. I can't even tell you how long it's going to go. Okay. I'm going to tell you the Astros are going to win by three runs. Fireworks. Uh, you're going to get some see you later's. You're going to get some Astros win. Sparky's going to be in the clubhouse. He will watch that one go. Mm, who hits the home run tonight? I'm going to go Jordan Alvarez. Goes Yardo. <laughs> You know what? This is my last opportunity. My gut feeling of Carlos Gray hitting a home run. I did it like six times this year. Well, you've only got about five <laughs> names left of this in this career here in Houston. Hey! That's not necessary. Well, did I say that out loud? Yes, you did. Oops. It's very rude. But yet truthful? No. Yeah, probably. 
Want to talk about it? Not. Yeah, there we go. He could be back. I'm getting tweets. Flush it. Ooh. What? I don't care about your opinions. Hmm. <sighs> that song, I'd never heard of it before you suggested it, I don't know, years and years ago when the show was starting. I would go see Kenny Loggins in a full concert. I thought it was terrible, but it's growing on me to where it's not moved, it's been bumped up from terrible to okay. I like it. I like that our relationship has grown that way. <laughs> yeah. What's the one thing you've, you've done for down. me? I'll tell you what you see. I'm trying to think a of number all of things. I got uh, you on medium rare steak. Medium rare steak, check. Uh, a little more analytical viewpoint on things. Yes. Not a lot, but a little bit. Uh, I got you to turn around on uh, college athletes getting paid. That you did. Although this, what we're doing now is is money laundering. Quite frankly, Matt, if you just listen to me more often, you'll be right more often. No, because the one thing that you continue... There are several things. Okay. You love the XBA, which I talked about at dinner I last never, night. Hold on. I he never doesn't. said that I love XBA. XBA is a load of crap. <laughs> Ross doesn't like it. He just he just loves to say it to make you mad. Yeah. And here's I like a, to say RSBI to make you mad. Oh, Christ. <laughs> and now I, when I do, sometimes when I do pregames, I catch myself saying it. And here's the one, Jacob, that I really like. So, Jacob, and you stay out of this until it's uh -oh. your turn. All right. I'll shut up. So My Jacob, mic's off. Let's go to a convenience store and let's go buy some lottery tickets. Okay. If you bought a lottery ticket My and it yell. shush, and you won, you would be happy regardless of the numbers, correct? Yes. You'd be like, I might be sharing it with someone, I might be on my own, but I'm going to win multiple millions of dollars by handing someone ten dollars and they're giving me back multiple millions. Yes. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, this is the... <laughs> Well, uh, Ross finds it to be fun and cool, he'd rather win more of it, so he wants you to pick higher numbers to hit, so you get more of the of the pot yourself. I have never found anybody that would be so bougie to figure out which numbers to go with, so they have a higher chance of winning more money. I would be happy with the lottery winnings, whatever the amount is. I wouldn't care what numbers they are. I agree. It doesn't change anything. Look, one, two, three, four, five, six is just as likely to hit as whatever, seven, fifteen, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So you might as well play over 31 there you for you avoid birthdays. That's all I'm saying. You might as well, because it doesn't hurt anything. Unless you have your lucky numbers. Which all of us I think do. You, no, but you you do quick pick when you well, do. I do you? every time. Exactly. And, and we talked about this. I had a non Florida story of a guy who used these same exact numbers on his lottery ticket for 20 years and he actually won. Yeah, so, so it doesn't matter. It's all random BS, yeah. but you may as well eliminate some of the possibility. I want to collect the ticket and pay off my bills and take you on a trip to anywhere you want to go. Mm -hmm. Imagine my Twitter account if I said, hey, I won the lottery last night. 
I think the Powerball is like almost six hundred million or something, isn't it? Why don't we sharesy in some of this stuff? You want you want to go halfsies? I'm Let's ready. Go we need to go in together. All right. Usually, no, Sophia, okay, our receptionist that. downstairs, she's the queen of That's that. That's right. Kind of stuff. We do a pool when it gets up to like one billion. It's like six hundred million. Six hundred million. Let's go. But we, do you matter? Does it, does it matter to you what numbers we choose? I want to make sure that you're in the right spot so you I get mean, more than six hundred million. It's fine. Okay. Just want to make sure. Have we uh, effectively killed a segment without having Jose Altuve on the show? <sighs> Should we get Jose I mean, Altuve on a mobile? I love Jose Altuve, but he can. I mean, I mean, I know you're in the middle of a season here and it's wrapping up, but we love you. This He's is busy. We are, we are the we are the softballers of softball questions here. Mm-hmm. We would do a Jose Altuve like. Remember that time you hit the home run against the Yankees to win at Yankee Stadium? That was really cool. He'd say, "Yeah, it would be," and then I would go to the I'd go to the Chris Farley show. And go, God, it was such no, a I'm stupid pulling question. up the archives of the Powerball numbers. Go ahead. Uh, on September twentieth. The lowest number was a 37. On September 13th, the lowest number was also a 37. So see, I mean, it's it's just as likely it's going to happen this way as any other way. 32 was the lowest number on September 4th. That's three times this month. So really, your theory is wrong. No. Because I wouldn't want to keep picking numbers. That well, yeah, if you're f- picking one through thirties, then you have no chance. Not no chance. You have <laughs> that's stupid. You have no chance. You have no chance. No we have no what. chance. Period. You have no chance. Period. We can have right. this. We can be talking about this bit for thirty more years. So, We're not winning the lottery. It's just slightly. Yeah, five hundred seventy million jackpot. We're not money. So that's five seventy. You yeah. take. You get forty uh, percent off the top for taxes, probably, and then you take the lump sum of that. Oh, it's up to six twenty now. Mm. Four forty six cash value. Yeah, we need to get the whole office in on this. No, we don't. Just three of us is fine. Three. Just the, more, the three more, of the us. Merrier. We can make it if we try. That's the two of us, which we need to drop Jacob. Don't yeah, drop bye. him, please. Because Jacob would be like, hey, I'm man. I, no, he, yeah. can, you know what? I would take care of Jacob. What's the rule? If Jacob said, hey, I want I want in for 10 tickets, mm-hmm. but I don't have any cash, I'll give it to you tomorrow. You better Venmo me tonight. You can't mess around with that, can you? You can't go to the IOU card. No. Because on the one, on the smallest, the smallest know, chances. Like if it's somebody you know, like if it's Jacob or you or me or I, I would, I would let it slide. Yeah, because you're gonna see, you're gonna see that person every day. You right. Can, if you it's know. some grifter, I do don't you know. think I'm gonna see you tomorrow if I hit the lottery tonight? <laughs> well, that's true, actually. Actually, you guys are gonna see me regardless. I'll be in Tulsa, but that's not here nor there. Well, we've got this. This is binding verbal contract. We got this on air. All right, we have it on air. Okay, yeah, record it, Jacob. If we're going in tonight. Yes. Well, when is the next jackpot? Is it tomorrow? When do they do Powerball? They do. They get lottery chances every single night, so you're good to uh, go. Wednesday, yeah. So nobody won last night, so then that'll be okay. Wednesday and then Saturday? Next Wednesday, we're going Powerball. No, ne- so they, they draw Saturday. Okay, then, then we'll do it tomorrow, then. 20 apiece or what? All quick pick? Or we, should we... Uh, all, I'll fill out my numbers and help you All numbers over 31. <laughs> okay. All of, us, all of us are in for $10, yes. and you pick the numbers. Okay. And, and you'll get 34% of the winnings. <laughs> okay. Deal. That's worth a percent. All the, right. But who's going to be, who's going to be, who's going to be uh, the, the cur- courier of all these tickets? Yeah, I have to. And this is also what you need to do is you need to, I'll send you, I need to send you guys the numbers before. Yes. So just, I can't be like, oh, I didn't win. You're right. And then you see me with like uh, 17 gold chains strolling up into work. And you have 17 uh, Columbia women next to you. <laughs> of only which 12 well, are paid for. 242 is our well, time. Believe it or not, well, Jose was great. Uh, he must have gone on another radio show or something because he wasn't ours today, sadly. Uh, we'll come back. And what is Believe It or Not today? Shady McCoy. He signed a one-day contract to retire with the Philadelphia Eagles. It's not. A, Ross already said it's not a great Believe It or Not. I'll let y'all decide. What are we playing for today? 
We still uh, we didn't we didn't have a winner yesterday, so we still have tickets for the uh, gymnastics. Oh, I that believe. gymnastics event, October the eighth, over at the Toto Center. We'll play yeah. for that next seven one three two one two five seven ninety seven one three two one two five seven ninety. If you want to play, believe it or not, hey, uh, Big City Wings wants to have you at their place of business tonight, every single night for watching college football games, pro games on Sunday, Sunday ticket fan clubs, college football. They open up early on Saturdays at ten thirty, and tonight, why don't you enjoy buy one get one free boneless wings? And watch the Astros hopefully win the American League West. All at Big City Wings and BigCityWings.com. Now, 10 Houston locations. Cinco Ranch is now open. The new one in Fall Creek. Edo's going to be opening up very shortly. The reason why Big City Wings is surviving and thriving is because the food is good, the prices are reasonable, and the specials are abundant, which includes, again, buy one boneless, get one free today at Big City Wings and BigCityWings.com. Buy one, get one free executive chicken nuggets, a.k.a. boneless, today at Big City Wings. Craig Biggio here. The heart of the order is up right now. Matt Thomas is swinging for the fences here on Sports Talk 790. Michael Brantley back in the lineup again for the Astros second consecutive night. DHing again, but he's batting seventh. How about that? Astros lineup tonight against Colin McHugh and friends. Altuve, Bregman, Alvarez, Guriel, Tucker, Correa. Tucker in the five spot. How about that? Mm-hmm. Brantley, Myers, Maldonado. Isn't it funny how Jake Myers goes from the Astros found themselves the center fielder of the future to he hasn't batted his weight in the last month. That's why baseball is such a tough sport, Ross. It I really he, is. Yeah, he'll be fine long term. I'm not exactly sure what this guy... Clearly, there's some sort of scouting report on him that he's struggling with something. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's just coming back off of that. Let's say how to our good friend. You want to? Uh, is it is it locked in? Are we going to it? We are? All right. Our good friend, one of our favorite players of all time, is going to help the Astros win the American League West today. Jose Altuve on the Matt Thomas Show. Jose, it's Matt and Ross. How you feeling? How's it going, guys? Thanks We're doing all right. Hey, it's time to win this thing tonight. Don't you agree? Oh, no, absolutely. Tonight. Hopefully, we're going to make it happen tonight. Yeah, just make sure you keep the uh, champagne on ice. You don't want that thing to get uh, flat. Yeah, like I said, we're going to go uh, out there tonight and try to you know, do everything we can to make it happen. Hey, what's been what's it like? I mean, I think the Tampa Bay games, obviously last night was on a great game, but uh, it feels like already a playoff atmosphere at Minute Maid Park. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the the fans are ready for playoff. They're getting ready. Uh, the atmosphere the last couple of games are being like playoffs. So, you know, we're happy. We're looking forward to clinch and and go to to the playoffs. Have you tried to compare what it's been like this year? And forgetting about last year, like three or four years ago when you guys were just starting this thing, how your mind, your body, physically, mentally is getting ready for the, what will be obviously a a very dramatic time for you starting next week. Oh yeah, you know, like, I feel like we're not we're not thinking about playoffs right now because you know in baseball everything can happen. So we need we need to win. We need to win one more game, and then I know we're gonna start talking and getting ready for that. But we have four games left that we need to finish strong. We're trying to get uh, home field advantage against the the White Sox, uh, and you know just just keep playing. What do you love, Jose, about this team right now? Just generally speaking, obviously the last week hasn't been great, but overall this season, what is it? What has this year been to you as compared to previous years? 
No, you know, I think that with the up and down we we have had, uh, we we have stayed consistent through the year, and we got good chemistry. We got good players. We're healthy, and that's that's what, what that's what I like the most. And every year is different as far as, of course, the teams and the pitching and the players and the lineup and all that stuff. Jose, uh, do you feel like this team, though, this year, although they're different than years past, can win a World Series? You know, I think we have uh, we have had good teams in, in the last four or five years. Uh, we have another good team this year, you know, pretty much the same player with some new additions. But we have the talent and potential to win another World Series. Uh, like I said, we haven't talked about that because we need to clinch before that. But, you know, I feel really good where we are right now. How's Martin feeling? He had an awesome grab last night. That was a tough grab he made behind the home plate last night. Oh, Martin, Martin's feeling good. You know, he's healthy. You know, he's he's a type of guy. Uh, he's going to go after football. He's going to play hard. He's gonna play. He, you know, he's a big part of our team. And it was nice seeing uh, Brantley back in the lineup last night. Oh, absolutely. One of the best hitters we have. It's good to have him healthy. Um, I'm, I'm happy he's back in the lineup. And for yourself, uh, the power numbers have been amazing. You've hit some I, – I want look, you've had a lot of dramatic home runs in your career, but it feels like in this regular season it, it has been the most. What has that been like knowing that – uh, in the biggest moments, and I always go back to the Yankees game at Yankee Stadium. That one still for us will be will be hard for us ever to forget. Oh yeah, you know, uh, I I feel really happy. Thank God that I have the opportunity to hit uh, some important homers to my career. Uh, yeah, I hit some this year, like to win games and, and all the stuff. And you know, I'm just looking forward to keep doing, to keep helping my team. It's all about winning. If I can do something to help the team win, I'll be I'll be happy. Do you have any of those baseballs, or they all belong to fans right now? I think they all belong to fans, to fans right now. <laughs> which one do you want back? If I can, if I can call the fan up right now, which one of the baseballs do you want back? I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough call. I haven't think about that, and you know, I think they're all important. Well, how about this? How about you hit a bunch of home runs in the next three weeks, and you can keep every one of them? <laughs> that would be that would be awesome. That's, yeah, that would be that would be a dream come true. All right, so when you win a division or you win the World Series and you have the dog piles and whatnot, what's the key to not getting hurt or not having somebody hitting you over the head multiple times? Uh, just start running away. That's a, <laughs> uh, that's a good thing to do. Why don't you do this, Jose? When you guys win tonight, why don't you just run to left field and just <laughs> hang out by yourself? Okay, that'd be good. I might, I might do that. I like that. Hey, uh, it's good hearing your voice. We are so happy that you're a Houston Astro. Thanks for all the great memories so far, and we look forward to having a lot more in the next month or so. Thank you guys for having me. You got it, Jose Hotelio with us here a couple minutes on the Matt Thomas Show. Got him in. Appreciate that very much. Short and to the point. Wouldn't that be awesome? Astros win the West! <laughs> Why is Jose sprinting the left field? <laughs> that'd be great if he actually does it. And then somebody would say, why did Jose do that? Well, I got this great suggestion on a major market radio show. I believe it's the Matt Thomas show, noon to three. Full credit to Matt Thomas if he does indeed sprint to All left right. field. We got a sprint on this. Five minutes left to go on the show. What should we do? We should quickly play America's fastest growing sports radio game show. You know the game. You know all the rules. Let's go. What are we playing for, Jacob? We've got tickets to see Simone Biles and friends at a Toyota Center and a gymnastics meet. You didn't want to say the name of it, do you? Well, I'm not reading the... Uh, yeah, right, so. that's fine. It's Great Gymnastics, October the 8th, inside Toto Center. Go see it. Randy on 790. Randy, you ready to play, believe it or not? 
LaShawn McCoy was high school teammates with future NFL wide receiver Brandon LaFell. Believe it or not? Believe it. Nah. No, not only was it a not, but it's not a great question. Hey. Sorry, Ross, you're in the room. Not bad. Tony on 790, you ready to play Believe It or Not? Believe it. When LaShawn McCoy was a young boy, his mother said his mood was constantly changing, so she gave him the nickname Shady. Believe it or not? Believe it. Believe it. Hey, save a little bit of confidence next time. Statement number two for the win. All right. All right. All right. LaShawn McCoy finished sixth in the 2008 Heisman voting, just ahead of Pat White and behind Javon Ringer. Believe it or not? Not. That is right. You're going to see gymnastics. Hope your family likes it. This is an un- this is not a very enthusiastic. Believe it or not, we're not Philly Sports Radio. Mike on 790. Mike, you ready to play? Believe it or not. Believe it. According to LaShawn McCoy's personal website, his favorite movie is The Dark Knight. Believe it or not. Believe it. Believe it. Statement two for the win. LaShawn McCoy was originally going to play college football for Miami, but once Larry Coker was let go, he switched to Pittsburgh. Believe it or not. Not. Yeah. If I said it once out a thousand times, you got to know when you stay at a school or when you decide to move on. Let's go to line number five. Is this Judy, Judy, Judy again? Yes. Judy, along with Kobe Bryant and others, LaShawn McCoy was an early investor in the Body Armor Sports Drink. Believe it or not. God. Believe it. Believe it. All right, Judy. All right. Statement number two for the win. In terms of fantasy points, LaShawn McCoy's historic 2013 season is the fifth highest total by a running back all time in NFL history. Believe it or not. Believe it. Oh, Judy, Judy, Judy. Line one, who's this? Brian. Brian, LaShawn McCoy's older brother, LaRon McCoy, briefly played in the NFL. Believe it or not? Not. Believe yeah, he it. did. Sorry. I don't have his player card, though. Ross, I got to be honest. It yeah. wasn't that bad. It wasn't great. <laughs> I'll take a C grade. Did I earn a C? C minus. Oh, okay, I'll take it, too. C's good degrees, Matty. Jose Altuve says, tonight, it's going to happen. The Astros are going to win the West. Clanton Wexler really grinding on a full two-hour edition of the A-Team next on 790. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.